Hello. Okay, there we go. Wow. Okay. Um, don't know why that wasn't working, but uh, there we go. Um, okay. All right. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, it's been a, it's been a while since we've done this, so uh, we we forgot how to live stream. It's all good. Um, welcome to in the first place. Right. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of Knights of Last Call. Um, yeah. So starting off with a big, massive T Rex tip from Rick Sherman. Uh, thank you very much for that incredibly generous uh, tip. That is uh, certainly something that, uh, well, you know, quite frankly, it's uh, it's very generous of you. We would love to see it. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just getting done saying that I don't I didn't think that um, we were going to it was going to be a tough goal to hit, but uh, we've reached it uh, or at least we're we're almost there uh, at the top. We've got tonight's tip goal to unleash the beast uh, at one hundred and fifty dollars of stream elements tips. As Bob continues to shuffle his papers in the most annoying take, possible ready, fashion. I'm getting ready for my notes. <laughs> you know what? It, it would be nice to last call without Bob just immediately pissing me off and doing something annoying. You know, there's a mute button, Bob. Um, just wait till I start coughing. Oh, God, yes. Um, <laughs> um, so glad we all did that. And so, anyways. Um, Anyways, at $150 of Stream Elements tips, uh, Unleash the Beast is achieved, and uh, and next, uh, and, and we will unlock Thrawn's Yeti Barbarian Descent into Rageful Madness track. Um, thanks to uh, Stephen Palmer for some help in helping developing that, uh, based a little bit on the 7th Sea Death Spiral, uh, but it will basically give uh, uh, Kaz the ability to draw deep into his characters in air inner pool of rage uh but uh uh at the expense of potentially losing his humanity altogether um and so if we hit that goal tonight also known as my work day <laughs> so if, if <laughs> so if we do hit that uh tonight that'll be uh that'll be set up for next time um all right well uh anyways thank you for uh for joining us everyone um and thank you again to uh rick sherman with that massive tip that sets him as our new 200 hit point uh hype boss so good, good luck <laughs> yeah uh good luck to that um so this is quest for the frozen flame episode six and so for those of you who may uh be new to our channel or those of you who are joining us uh after a prolonged absence including my players um real quickly uh let me just give you a brief synopsis of what has happened so far so the players represent sort of the elite scouting group for a kelid tribal group known as the Broken Tusks, a small following of Kellid natives along with their mammoth herd who live in the uh, far northern reaches of Golarion. Oh, another T-Rex from GM Scott for $50. And, <laughs> and the, the beast is unleashed. Well, good night, everybody. Does he, Does he get it before the session starts? Uh, no, because I was going to put it into foundry, but... <laughs> All right, I'll tell you this, Cass. Without okay. tell, without telling you what the bad things are, oh. you you can at any time basically sure. spend a hero point as if you had a hero point. Okay, so you oh. can you can reroll a d twenty, um, right, as if you had a hero uh -huh. point. Um, but uh, that gives you an, a rage point. Okay, so that is going to basically be moving you further down your rage track, and that rage track is not something it's pretty much entirely a one-way trip 
<laughs> um, so okay. at, at any point, Kaz, if, if you are, you have to be raging. So your character does have to be in a rage. Um, okay. but if your character is in a rage, you can basically after a D 20 roll say, no, screw that. And it's not a hero point. It's a rage point. Uh, and your character loses momentary control and gets to do a hero point. Um, and of course, uh, right. remember everyone, our hero points are a little different. Uh, we kind of use, uh, a mutants and mastermind style hero points where on the re-roll, um, if you roll less than 10, uh, uh, or less than 11, you get to add 10 to your D 20 roll. Um, so thank you, GM Scott. Thank you, Rick Sherman. Um, everybody's, uh, Free and welcome to uh, to to continue to tip and donate if you appreciate the show. But our tip goal is reached, and well, <laughs> you guys are crazy. We love you. Um, so they just paid 150 bucks to watch me lose control. Right. Well, <laughs> so they hate us. I think slowly over <laughs> time. Right. Well, you know, based on how I know how you play, Kaz, and based on how I, I think Stephen and I have defined this track. Pretty much, I'm sure that in a, within a session or two, the it'll basically be the party fighting Kaz. Um, <laughs> when, when do I get to start the uh, alcoholic track? <laughs> oh, that that'll be you know what that'll be next session's call. <laughs> um, the beast too. <laughs> but yeah, everyone will have a different track by the time we get through this. Um, but, but so not Tim, the hatchet will. The yeah, hatchet. no, right, the hatchet. Um, if, if right. You know what? I've I've got a good inside in with uh with roll for combat. Maybe I'll get a hold of the intelligent weapon ancestry early. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll beta test it here. We'll get rid of Breck. It'll just be the hatchet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hatchet named uh, Breck. <laughs> Tune in. Um so uh yes, so uh the following, the of uh, the Broken Tusks, lives a fairly peaceful, idyllic life, but they live in a realm uh, or a part of Galarian in the far north called the Realm of the Mammoth Lords. And uh, slowly, over the past uh, many years, the realm has been fading. The once unnaturally warm springs that bring life and renewal to this land, otherwise full of harsh and devastating winters, has been slowly fading. And each spring comes later and later and harsher and harsher. And this is because this land has been tied to the power of the primordial flame, also known as the frozen flame, um, which has sustained this land for some amount of time. And the heroes here discovered that the broken tusks were once part of a vast following known as the Burning Mammoths. And long ago, the Burning Mammoths, about 100 years ago, decided to wage war against the demons who had erupted to the east, now what was called the World Wound. And uh, a portion of the Burning Mammoths decided that taking the holy artifact of Sister Cinder, who they call, which is their name for uh, Saren Ray, into battle was not what it was for, that the risk was too great, that it was an artifact of life, and uh, preservation, not not death and destruction. And so a group of them stole the item and hid it away. And they were so disgusted with them that the Burning Mammoths cast these people out. They formed their own new following, the Broken Tusks, and have been living a pretty bleak existence for the last hundred years. And finally, the Burning Mammoths have returned, apparently seeking revenge. And uh, the Burning Mammoths have swept into the Gornok Plains where the uh, Broken Tusks were camped for the beginning of spring and have begun chasing them across the plains as the Broken Tusks attempt to stay ahead of the ferocious Burning Mammoth Horde. 
the Burning Mammoth continues to send fast-moving scouts and raiding parties ahead to uh, assault the tribe, to poison their water supply, to lay traps. But so far, the elite band of scouts... Droga, Joran, Breck, and Ron have managed to hold off all of those dangers and keep, through their wise decisions and uh, smart play, uh, keep the burning mammoths uh, at bay and keep the broken tusks at least a few days ahead. But the rest of the broken tusk tribe is growing tired, is growing weak, and you know each day that passes is another day where this entire tribe of people, including men, women, and children, the elderly, all their supplies, their beasts of burden, their mammoth herd, are pushed further and further. So the plan is to move east. But the wrinkle to all of this is that the great leader, the oldest member of the Broken Tusk, Grandfather Iowa, recently died after almost being killed during the assault uh, the, of the burning mammoths upon the following the uh, luckily the scouts were there to save him, including a surprisingly fast Breck um, who was able to sudden charge out of nowhere um, <laughs> to save him. But grandfather oh. Iowa died nonetheless. But before he died, he told the scouts the secret history of the broken tusks and how the, the primordial flame had once been entrusted to them, but they had lost it with his dying breath. Grandfather Iowa charged the scouts with a unthinkable quest to track down what became of the primordial flame, to head to the ancient red cat cave where the flame was once kept, to see if they could find some vestige or hint or clue that may lead them on a path to rediscover the powerful artifact. Because while the broken tusks must survive against the burning mammoths, only the primordial flame has the power to potentially not only heal the wounds between these peoples, but also save the entire realm of the mammoth lords as well. So big, big objectives, uh, big challenges. Now, uh, to that note, to that note of that first issue, which is keeping the tribe alive, you'll notice on the right side of your screen, we've got the uh, broken tusk banner. And with it, there are four resource tracks that track sort of the overall health of the following. Uh, the scouts here, uh, uh, Droga, Joran, Breck, and Thrawn are responsible for about 80 to 90 people, um, along with the associated herd, mostly of mammoths, but also of, of lesser fauna uh, that sort of support uh, the, the following with food and milk and her furs and hides and all that other stuff. Um, there, the four uh, tracks are the population, how many people are in the following, the morale of the group, how much food supplies they have, and the size and strength of their herd on which they rely so heavily. Um, as these numbers go up, uh, the tribe and the following and even the player player characters can gain benefits and bonuses. And if they go down, well, the tribe may very well fail and could potentially even uh, be lost. So the players have to manage all of these things at the same time. Now, the last time we played, we had a contest uh, to see who could uh, 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 tip the most and super chat the most. And uh, we had uh, our winner for our tip decided to name um, Kaz's dinosaur companion, which he had uh, wrestled uh, into submission back in, I think, <laughs> I think episode two or three. Uh, so that yeah. is that is our newest, uh, I guess you would say our newest party member. And that is Torok. <laughs> the the hadrosaur um still awaiting mount status but uh it's coming it's coming <laughs> um 
in addition, that rage point four or five. Yeah, that's right. It, it, <laughs> it, it shares in your rage and it just goes into a berserk fury. Um, <laughs> in addition, um, uh, Damien, uh, pawn no longer, uh, voted uh, from being our top super chatter uh, to uh, to raise the population. And um, obviously the, the people are not necessarily, I mean, they, they can't have kids that quickly. So instead, not that uh, attitude. So instead, <laughs> uh, as the uh, broken tusks make their way eastward across the Gornok Plains, the group had already un- discovered a small village which had been burnt down by the burning mammoths when they had been raiding through this region, seeking them out before they launched their assault. This was back with uh, the water methods that uh, Breck sort of diplomatized, um, and uh, a small village had been wiped out. As the Broken Tusks make their way east, they discover yet another small village of Kelid natives who have been devastated by the passing of the burning mammoths. The uh, tribespeople left without their homes, their supplies, or any means of of shelter or food um, plead and beg with the Broken Tusks that uh, they may join them and uh, you know, not only to f- escape the rage, the menace of the burning mammoths, but also as a way to survive. Um, in fact, as the group makes their way uh, east, um, they continue to find, uh, you know, a couple of stragglers here and there. Uh, it seems like every few days. Uh, so because of the uh, tip from Damien, uh, the population goes up to 15. So uh, the broken tusks uh, pick up some new members. But of course, that's more mouths to feed. Uh, but it's also arguably more people you can lose. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a win-win. Yes. And if you lose those people, then you get more food. So that's right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that is our synopsis. So gentlemen, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, where are we at? Do I have tetanus? Yeah, we, we had a bunch of diseases come the last, uh, well, the good news is, uh, the good news is you don't know if you have tetanus, Bob. <laughs> the character the is- <laughs> They're not so fun. Yeah. Um, so the good news is, I think the onset of tetanus is like days. I thought it was like a week. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a while here. Uh, onset's one day. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you won't know if you have tetanus technically until tomorrow. But Bob, you know what? Just for the folks at home. Let's see if you have tetanus. Um, uh, if if you possibly got tetanusized, um, go ahead and make a uh, fort save. Sixteen. Yeah, Bob probably's got the tetanus. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> got the tetanus? The tetanus? Does it burn? Uh, uh, I don't know. Bob, you hook. A- Bob, you hooked me. The onset time is a long time, but Bob, you're good. You don't have tetanus. So. Okay. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious, though. I would have loved to see that. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, new tip goal, Bob gets tetanus. Yeah, new tip goal, Bob gets tetanus. <laughs> Wait. Or is it Bob? Yeah. Yeah, Bob himself. They're going to start stabbing him with rusty nails. <laughs> right. Refuse medical attention. Uh, understood. <laughs> um, so let me. Where we got here? Oh, no. Here we go. Let me change this over here. Um, oh, snap. All right. So this is the Gornok Plains that the uh, the adventurers are making their, or I should say the whole following, is making their way east um, across. 
And um, the uh, uh, last time that we had played, um, so as, as sort of a, a point of order, um, this here is Rock Loom. This is where the adventurers had begun. Um, and then they started making their way. And if you remember, they journeyed to this uh, river hex to uh, to get water, uh, sacred water to use in the ritual. Uh, but then when the burning mammoths attacked, they came out of the Northwest and they have been, the burning mammoths have been chasing the group who took their way through the foothills down South to gleaming sun Lake. And are now in the process of basically crossing into this wooded section, crossing over this Southernly river, uh, river lore would have been of extreme use here. Um, but in doing so, uh, they took the time to lay a series of, of traps and natural um, obstacles in the river fords to cause problems and delays for the burning mammoth uh, should and when they catch up. So to that end, the uh, following slash the scouts probably feel like they have a good margin of, uh, of comfort, uh, a, a margin of safety, I should say. Meanwhile, ahead, you're, you're in luck, Bob, ahead, uh, still several days journey, uh, maybe about a week's journey ahead, lie the edges <laughs> of the Tusk Mountains. And, ah, mountains, you say. <laughs> and um, the, in particular, there is a wide plateau between nestled between two mountains known as the Grandparents, where two large mountain peaks stand and stoop, where historically the Broken Tusk following has spent several days um, giving thanks to the spirits of their ancestors. And while everyone understands that they're very pressed for time, that is still the route that they know the best and trust the best. And that is also a place where the, the following typically turns north and then follows the Tusk Mountains up they don't cross over them because that path and the way through it has been lost over the last hundred years. But once a long time ago, when they were part of the burning mammoths, their route extended all the way to the east. But now they do, they do not dare cross the Tusk Mountains. And instead, they stick to the western side of them and just move north. But nearby to that point where the following will turn north, there is the Red Cat Cave, which once held the primordial flame. But of course, you learned it had been stolen and it's a sacred guardian actually killed um, in uh, uh, not even a few years after it was said to be protected. So. Hmm. All right. So, well, what do you guys want to do? Not. Well, I think we're caught. Yeah. Legion. So let's keep going. <clears throat> All right. Say, we, we wrapped up with the Caltrop creation last time. So correct. Correct. We're, we're pretty much set to move forward. That's right. Exactly. Hex right. Crawl. You want to see if we can start a forest fire? Mm, no. <laughs> well, you know, considering that it's the spring and everything is really damp and wet after lots of, of uh, snowfall, there's still probably a lot of snow on the ground. Yeah, as you're the expert, imagine. is that how that works? <laughs> what, are, what are the, I mean, what, you do need a wet winter. Yeah, yeah there's no fire window. today. So <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, there's no fire here today. There was right. yesterday. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I guess the first question then is, uh, which which route do you guys want to take? Do you guys want to head back into the plains hexes, or do you guys want to keep going through the woods? Uh, we want. I think we want to go up what northeast one block, and then proceed northeast, southeast, northeast, southeast. Yeah, to so kind of hug the northern edge of the forest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. That sounds good to me. All right. All right. So you guys make. Zigzagging. Yep. You guys make an advancement and the burning mammoths will make an advancement as well. Uh, keep in mind that after a certain point, I will be hiding the burning mammoths because you'll no longer be able to. They'll be too far away from you. So um, probably when they get closer to the trees, you'll kind of lose sight of them. Um, let me roll. All right. You guys are good. Um, so no, uh, no random encounters, but, um, you know, f- with uh, food continues mm. to dwindle. All right. So another day passes and looking tasty. (laughs) Another day passes. And uh, I guess we'll continue unless you guys have anything else that you would like to do for exploration purposes. Um, Remember, Uh, we're still using the uh, exploration light moves. So because mm -hmm. the the group is still supposed to be sort of in a a free fall, you know, free panicking move to the east. Um, So a lot of the other options available to exploration aren't yet fully available to you guys. So things like uh, specifically, you know, uh, reconnoiter and uh, forage and all that other stuff. Plus, plus you have to ask for forage. Right. I mean, eventually you will be able to when it's a little bit more like you don't have the people directly on your heels, you know. Mm. All right. So next day you guys move. They move. All right. Food continues to dwindle. We need to go Oregon trail hunting soon. Actually, maybe we should just make a hard move for the mountains and slaughter some of the herd. And then we can start hunting once we get to the grandparents. Because uh, that's was, was it like two food per herd that we kill? Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, two food, unless you have some sort of skill or ability that you can make it, you know, better out of. We do have a feet that lets we, us use yeah, all, like the all the animals. Oh, right. You all guys, the there you go. So that's a perfect ex- example. So there's got to be an older mammoth, you know, with us or something. Well, I mean, yeah, but also, you know, I mean, yes, but, you, you're making, anyways, you're making good decisions. But yes, yeah. um, all the animal, I'll let you guys get three food for, for losing one herd. Sweet. So if we move fast yeah. enough and slaughter a herd, there's a chance that they're going to spend longer finding us. I mean, I'm confident that they're going to find the 1280 people, but and given dead mammoth and mammoth. Well, that's no, we use all of it. That's right. Never mind. But, well, but, the, the other option you have, which I'll give you is you could also lose morale. Okay. To move an extra hex. Um, so no, I, I definitely don't want to hear the whining. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, morale is actually kind of high right now. Right. It started at 10. So oh, you get because right, when we brought back the dinosaur, we gained morale. Yeah, we still need food though. The herd's here to be eaten, man. I don't know. Like it is. Uh, that is its point. We I mean, slaughter one herd, and we get to the mountains, and then we can forage while we go hang out in a cave. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't mind that idea actually. And I think what I was trying to say is that we know that these guys are going to get held up at the river for a bit of time because yeah. on that. it's three days. <laughs> so when they, and they're about yeah. to go through the when forest, they, which is slower, right? And then at that point, we'll be pretty far along. Yeah. They will eventually mm-hmm. find our trail, but it's going to be painful for them because remember, they don't know this land. They don't know where we're going. So we may just get incidental gains because of how far behind they are. Yeah, Does, I, do any of us have like mountain lore? I, I do. If we, if maybe we, we can there. find a goodness. Maybe we can find a quick path through the mountains. I only know of one from the lore. <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently. <laughs> do you know of any not from the lore? Uh, <laughs> I only have mountain lore. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. 
But we can figure I like this I think plan. Can, but I like the plan. Yeah, I agree, Jordan. Uh, all right. So officially, uh, minus one herd plus three food. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Cash it in. All right. Well, you know, it's, you know, honestly, it might just be literally one mammoth per herd point. You know, like I mean, these, these are big animals with a ton yeah, of mammoth. Meat and um. So you ever seen a cow when they fully slaughter a cow? That's a lot of meat. No, Kaz, I haven't been there when they fully Tell slaughtered. Us more. A cow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh the next day you guys move and they enter this hex and boom, they are they are shut down basically <laughs> because uh they uh not only was they going through woods and the river, which was already gonna take them an extra day, um, but because you guys critically succeeded at your trap check thing, um, we'll say that the Ford is so effective um, that it, uh, you know, injures people, slows them down. They begin, they don't want to cross the Ford. They start trying to look for other ways to cross the river. Um, so they are going to basically be stuck there now for the next two days before they can move out. So uh, that's a huge win for you guys. So, nice. um, all right. Waterlogged, the burning all right, it's been another couple of days. All right, <laughs> burning mammoths. It's just I had them selected. All right, so uh, in that case, you guys are going to move to here. They stay there. Mm -hmm. All right, um, and so now you're about one, two, three days from the grandparents. I mean, that's where we're making our sprint to, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I'll move you to here, and right. then I'll move you to here, and at this point, uh. They uh, you you lose sight of them because you guys have put a lot of distance between you and them now, um, you know, almost uh, probably close to at least uh, five or six days um, of, of distance ahead of them. Now, you're not 100 percent sure, but, uh, you know, you guys have been doing some backtracking. And just as you guys start heading up into the elevation uh, right before you start kind of moving into this hex here, um, you guys, you know, still really haven't seen them emerge into the plane. So uh, where they are and how they get there, you're not sure. Now, that being said, uh, going to, uh, you know, going to the uh, camp here, um, the uh, mammoth lords do approach you as you guys prepare to, uh, you know, to uh, uh, visit the grandparents. But of course, you know, they have, Thoughts and complaints and uh, uh, ideas. How much food do we get if we slaughter them? <laughs> How many do we have to slaughter? Uh, I'm going to say we, zero. We, we could ask the burning legion behind us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I mean, to be fair, the only one that's really had a, an attitude problem with you all has been Letsua. I mean, you guys like Argakoa and, and Nocta. She's the healer. Um, so Nocta, uh, you know, as you guys approach the grandparents, uh, comes on behalf of the mammoth lords who've all everyone's been so busy because of the immense uh, pressure that you have all been under and the morale has managed to stay high and she uh uh and now again you guys are about to enter into that hex and no, the way it kind of works is technically in, in exploration rules like you guys have to spend an action to explore the hex and then the the following follows you in after you guys give it you know kind of the all clear uh nocta says <sighs> Your last report suggested the burning mammoths may have been, if not lost, left behind. I have heard from many with the deaths that have occurred in Grandfather Iowa in particular. There are many that wish to at least give some thanks and follow the old ways and uh, 
pray to our ancestors departed. Now, I understand that times are tough and we can continue to press on. But if we do so, the tribe will suffer morale. Mm. Suffer morale. Can they pray while they go hunting? Can <laughs> <laughs> they pray during anything? Like well, while they walk? I, I, I mean, mean, I think it's a great idea. Uh, well, normally, <laughs> you guys have obviously been here every year. Normally, the following spends as much as a, a week here. Um, that ain't happening. So, Actually, you know, you know what? Nah, I'm good with it. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> they can Let's, go ahead. Let's saddle up, guys. All week. who would like to stick with tradition and stay the week may. <laughs> Whatever you guys want. Sounds great. Is I mean, there a truncated? <laughs> my uh, thought was, can they give us their blessings? Because we're going to go into the Red Cat Cave here. Uh, you know, no, that's fine. We don't need their blessings. We got math. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you guys stay here. We're going to go a couple days to the cave and come back. It's fine. Um. <laughs> Meanwhile, Murthig, uh, the firekeeper, uh, is concerned. He says, do you have any concerns that the burning mammoths may strike to the northeast and try to cut us off? Constantly. <laughs> they were good at battle, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I am concerned about that. <laughs> if we they would do that, see them, though, moving. We will all die. <laughs> uh, they're pretty far away. But when you do reach the edge of the mountains, you would be able to hopefully see them approaching you. But at yeah. that point, you would be basically heading north, uh, you know, up the side of the mountains, and they would be trying right. to, like, come in from the side and cut you off. But Now, in the old stories, did the Red Cat Cave, like, come out somewhere? Or are we just, is it like an in and out? Like, you in and then you come back out the same entrance? Yeah. To the system of caves. Yeah. It, according to the legends, it was just a series of caves where sometimes the following might spend, uh, you know, some time to escape inclement weather um, and was sort of a, a holy restful place. But that is ultimately why that was supposedly guarded or watched over by a powerful spirit of nature, which is why the, your ancestors took the primordial flame there to trust it and enshrine it with that guardian. And then ever since that guardian was slain, uh, it has been a cursed cave and the following has never gone back. They pass near it, when they go through this section, but you know, they don't, uh, you know, they don't, uh, they don't spend any time at the cave. So, um, I, I mean, I'm, I, I think a day of, uh, prayer and thanks, you know, to our sacred grounds is, 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 if, is right. But I don't know if we're going to, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to have to go into these cursed caves, it, Every blessing helps. That's my thought. Yeah, I'm with I'm with uh, Theron in this one. Uh, I'm kind of well, you know of the concern that you know yeah maybe they did take a different way and are trying to cut us off. So and every day we linger gives them more time to get in front of us and sandwich us. Maybe they have maybe a, Sister Cinder will help us with their blessings. Steady travel. I wouldn't count. Weather. On. Are kind of I was going to say, though, I mean, we just did have a hard march across these plains. We did great time. We did more right there than we've done in the last three sessions. That's, so. that's true. <laughs> that actually does it's, check out. It's time to get bogged down, boys. Well, no, that we need to go do this mini dungeon because yep. that's the adventure. Uh, well, no, doing- no, it is the holy quest. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was charged to you by grandfather that- Iowa, who pleaded with you with his octo, his dying wish that you, the, the chosen people, the ones he's come to rely on, that he sees in you, the great spirits of his people going all the way back to the beginning that can reunite the burning mammoths, that can reunite these people. 
and give the realms of the Mammoth Lord hope for another thousand years of peace and prosperity. I but am compelled to follow those rails. <laughs> oh, choo choo. Okay, so we're gonna follow those rails. While we do that, they can sit around, pray, rest, hopefully kill something so they don't starve themselves to death. I mean, can can the mammoth lords handle that? I, I, I mean, I they can. <laughs> I mean, they definitely can. I mean, it really, it's more of a question of let's assume potentially that you might be in the red cat cave, um, you know, for a day or two. Should they stay there or should oh. they start mm -hmm. heading north? They can head north, but they can take their time with it, right? Okay. Hunting, praying, whatever, right? Because okay. like, we'll you guys up. could you guys can move a lot faster right. when yeah, you're right. not Without with the them, following. Yeah. You right. can you can make it to Red Cat Cave from your current location in one day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I kind of I'm with you, Jordan. Just a steady pace, not nothing too crazy, yeah. but right. so mm -hmm. yeah, they can do whatever they want and they can settle their own squabbles while we go and. You know, so it'd be like adventure. food neutral for them, basically. They wouldn't be correct, correct. Have so, the yeah. young scouts keep an eye out. You, well, you, you are the young scout, uh, the younger <laughs> that is us. <laughs> that is literally you. Um, so, um, on the dawn of about your uh, 11th day since Rockloom, um, you enter into a wide windswept valley that marks the beginning of the great Tusk Mountains and the point at which the broken tusks typically turn north the summer the expanse here is several miles wide but the rolling hills to the north and the south that hem in this wide sort of uh plain between the two mountain ranges makes the area feel smaller than it is and and the way that the two large peaks on the north and the south side of the mountain range loom over gives the impression of two steep stooped over figures benevolently watching the valley below hence the name the grandparents um, and as I've said before, the following has always traditionally stopped here to give prayers to the ancestor spirit and uh, spirits of your ancestors and to thank them for continuing to guidance. However, now the following prepares to come in here, spend only a small amount of time while they make their way north to continue their journey to escape the burning mammoths. However, you all obviously lead the way being the scouts. And as you do so, um, everybody go ahead and make. Uh, a perception check or a survival check. All right, not working. One second. All right, Thrawn is broken. It might just Excellent. be lagged. All right, Breck got a thirteen. Droga got a fifteen. Oh, we jump through. Hey, Joran's got eyeballs. Uh, no, Joran has survival, which is even better. Uh, um, better than having eyes, guys. It is. It is. <laughs> I feel like it'd be hard to survive without eyes. All right, is, you are wrong. All right, sir. Thrawn is hidden and he's looking around. It all caught up to me. It literally, my whole screen just flashed. So sorry if I roll like thirty times. Oh, that's okay. Um, so as you begin making your way into the grandparents, uh, not the ranger, because why? But Joran, uh, the old man cleric. <laughs> Um, yeah. you start to notice, um, some possibly encouraging signs of tracks. Uh, it looks like there may have been a wild mammoth, maybe not herd, but like a wild mammoth family 
that had made their way through here. Uh, I mean, the Tusk Mountains are called the Tusk Mountains for a variety of reasons. I mean, one, they're great sweeping peaks, but also the mammoths tend to follow this route anyways. Um, I knew all that. You did, Bob. You did, yes. Um, But you do discover uh, some mammoth uh, tracks uh, that suggest that there may be some mammoths in the region. However, Thrawn, as you are making your way in, keeping an eye peeled, because again, remember, just like you have been moving with the following, the burning mammoths has already shown that they can send raiders ahead. And assuming, you know, and assuming that they know, generally speaking, your path, it is possible that they have sent raiders ahead. So you are being extra, you know, cautious. Bob, mute yourself if you're going to type like an asshole. Um, (laughs) Or at all. Yeah, or at all. (laughs) If you're just going to type, just mute yourself. Just mute yourself. (laughs) I I think I have the loudest keyboard in the world. Right. (laughs) It's so loud. Um, So anyways, uh, Thrawn, yeah. as as Joran is sort of expanding upon this, you crest a low hill and see a site that you don't fully understand at first. You see a mammoth, but it is laying on its side. And even from this great distance, you can tell that this mammoth is either sick, dying, or dead. Or dead. Um, can I... I mean, I assume I would have noticed, but can I survey the other surrounding area? Does it look like it's in a trap? Because when we caught my dinosaur, it was in a trap. Oh, right, right, right. That's a great point. Um, You'd have to get a little closer. uh, But as you do so, you see that, no, this creature. Now, there's signs that the creature, you know, had had like furrowed up the earth, that there may. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say that there was a battle here. But you don't see any signs of, of traps or nets. Um, in fact, the creature, as I said, uh, now that you're a bit closer, is dead. But you also notice mm. it is missing its tusks. Interesting. It's the English. They're hunting it for its ivory. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn poachers. Um, is that something that is that something that the burning tusks do? Is that I don't remember that. Is that uh, you don't really know because you really don't know that. I mean, you can make a society check, but the DC would be like 25 because like you don't really know that much about the burning tusks. Can't wrestle this knowledge out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Cass, ladies and gentlemen, Cass. Um, (laughs) um, Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I, before I move any closer, I will point this out. Are we within like, yeah, you're not like formed up. But, you know, you're like, you're within visual earshot range, yeah, of everybody. While you guys kind of, you know, you're like, basically like on PT, right? Like you're on like, just kind of uh, on a combat patrol, just sort of moving through, trying to keep an eye open. Um, Now, as you've gotten closer, Joran, you obviously spy this, but you could see uh, from the tracks that um, this uh, mammoth, uh, whatever uh, removed his tusk, dragged them away. Um, towards the uh, south, southeast. Can we, like, does it look like they were stabbed or like po- like poisoned, malnourished? Can yeah. we tell how they died? Yeah, so as you take a look at it, uh, you see a couple of things. One, you see that the ground, strangely in defiance of the rules of the game, as you get closer, you see that the ground around the, the mammoth is scorched in a roughly circular pattern. It's impossible. 
<laughs> Not by fireball. <laughs> and you see that the creature, the mammoth, has dozens of like impact bruises all along its side. Hmm. So, how big are the bruises? Um, fairly well. It's like they're small, but the impact is like very, very powerful and and you know impressive. But you're seeing a bruise through fur. That's like no, no, like the, the it's like. The, the creature got impacted by something very, so, very powerful. Like Sounds like in. something pretty big beat it to death with a club. No, it's around this area. The, the things that oh. hit, no, the things that hit them were very small, but very strong, but very strong. Yes. Okay. And this you don't, the, and you don't see any signs. Yeah. You're in, in, you're basically mm. in the grandparents tile. Like you're in that Valley, that wide Valley between the two mountain uh, peaks. Well, now I don't know how safe it is to be praying here. So this thing is dead, right? It is very dead. And in, in fact, how you old? Can, uh, less than a couple days. Oh, but the meat's already started to decompose then. Yeah, it's it's getting kind of rotted. Is good, there any lore good, of the mountains good thought. that might tell us? Something I mean, about uh, you know what? Make animals a, or other creatures. You, you have all you have all of the animal. Make a make a survival check or a nature check. Um, and okay. uh, uh, one of you and see if you can uh, sav- salvage some meat. From this creature. It's not a bad idea, Smith. Ranger, I assume you're good at survival. I got plus five. I don't I know. If I don't one. think I'm the best. All right. I thought Kaz was one of the best. I'm also plus five. Oh. Yeah, I'll throw I'll throw I'll, I'll take a Hey, hey. Joran. All right. Well, Joran beat Joran beat Droga to it. He's like, back away, Ranger. This is a clear, <laughs> this this is no job for a ranger. All you do is all you do is pew pew. You actually yeah, know boy. you know you actually know nothing about how this game works. Uh, I know you used to have two bows. <laughs> true story. Uh, true, yes, true story. Uh, when uh, Droga made his character, he had both a long bow and a short bow. Um, and in a in a bit of Knights of Last Call his uh, infamy. Uh, we made the mistake of paying a very bad artist to draw this, and they took Bob's ridiculous character, which had two bows, and drew it as if he had two bows, holding both of them. And then we yeah. said, how does he That's shoot bows with bows? So then we said, hey, have you ever thought about the fact that this guy can't shoot a bow and arrow? So wouldn't you need to hold it with one hand? And the artist was like, no problem. So he sent us back a sketch with the guy holding the one bow, and then the short bow was like dangling off his, yeah, out, his elbow. Like, <laughs> it was like in here somewhere. It was so good. To be fair, at that <laughs> point, he was just working with what we gave yeah. him. Dude, the short, but the short bow was like <sighs> the size from his shoulder to his waist. Like, Yeah, it was like like a, it was it was that, anyway. that's a short bow. a long long like bow is like technically bow. six feet long it was it was much tidier. the artist was not it good let's just move on from best that. picture ever <laughs> i mean you know we, we we tried we tried we did we, we even we even vetted him we like tried to do a good job and you know that's we got punished so um anyways uh hero fortune um so that is a situation of uh, something has slain this mammoth um, and uh, and taken off its tusk and dragged them away. Is there any native wildlife that we know of that would have done something like this? Uh, no, no, no. Not that you're not that you've ever experienced. Hey, what was the survival on? check for? Sorry. Oh, to get meat. Oh, cool. I, I, I gave you plus one food. Um, Here's some nice. mostly not rotted meat. It's you like know, shopping at Marks. You no, know, no, that's like it's like dry. <laughs> it, no, no, it's like dry, dry aged mammoth, right? Like the thing is so thick, you just you cut off the outer mammoth part, jerky. and you get yeah. to the inner part, and you're like, oh, okay, this is the good part. Don't eat the parts that are brown. Yeah, exactly, exactly, or green. 
Uh, but, but, you know, you have all the animal feet. So, you know, you get something you get, salvageable. You get some you get some leeway there. But um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll tell you this. Unless I mean, the burning mammoths are pretty crazy. But, you know, they there's no sign of weapons. Sure. On this creature, like yeah. there's there's no arrows. There's no sling stones. There's no javelins. There's no rocks on the ground. Yeah. There's not even blood. So this was pure bludgeoned to death. Yeah, this is like blunt force. But there's small, no large rocks force. around either. No, there's no there's no rocks. There's no arrows. Like there's nothing no, was like throwing rocks at it. Yeah, I mean, right. a I bunch of I, tiny monks running around, yeah. punching man yeah. to death. I mean, it's Pathfinder, <laughs> so it's probably some weird fate that we don't know. <laughs> See, but yeah, right? but what fate. I was gonna say is that again, the burning mammoths are probably pretty crazy about it. But no Kellid tribe would ever kill a mammoth and just leave it like this and just take its right. tusks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. clearly someone uh, hunting for sport. Well, I mean, we see it being the trail being dragged off. We can go find out yeah. what it is if we want. I feel like we need to deal with this before we you know, like leave our tribe for several days. I will point <laughs> out, did tell what CR nine elephant? Like, yeah. Yeah. But it may have killed it in plot, in which case it's probably <laughs> just like CR two. Right. <laughs> Very, very true. Very important. Very, that, that Mammoths don't have plot armor, so that, right. is, uh, that, that's, that is very important. Anti-plot armor—they're food. We just—I mean, hell, we just killed one. Yeah. We did it as like a move action. So we did just butcher it and didn't even notice. That and was, we were like, yeah, that was a skill check. My of which everyone just leveled up like three times. So. My, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a that was a quadruple extreme. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, so you do see where the 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 two tusks have been dragged away. But again, remember, you have this day that you're spending before the tribe follows to sort of reconnoiter this hex. So it's up to you what you guys want to do. Let's go reconnoiter the threat. Yeah, let's reconnoiter the, the shit the out tusk. of it. All right. Stealthily. Great. You forced our hand. <laughs> with, with great stealth. Yeah. Okay. Well. That, I can't do that. <laughs> so we don't. No, um, so. <laughs> no, you can't. Can we do that just one. have you dangle out as meat? <laughs> I just announced my presence. Hello, <laughs> I'm John. The only downside is that because tracking makes you move slower, it will take you an extra day to follow these tracks. I mean, that's that's all right. Is it? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't care about these tracks. I was going to go to the Red Cat Cave. Oh, I, now I don't. we're worried about one day following stuff. <laughs> so weird. Oh, God. I just don't want to leave the group. The thing, but not follow the fucking tracks. <laughs> I just this leave this the group. could be this could be another oh, dinosaur. Our job is the one with the, the group. following the tracks. <laughs> it could be a dinosaur with the with the ha- with the hammerhead. You know the the helmet. And then I could wrestle that one and bring that back to the tribe. <laughs> it technically could be. I get yeah. <laughs> So, well, sure. uh, you know, in in exploration parlance, you know, the following is sort of uh, awaiting you're all clear is how I would describe it. All right. Well, we'll go make sure it's clear. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, you guys spend the extra day because, you know, traveling through the hex is a lot different and kind of giving a, sp- a sense for it is a lot different than sort of like going into it and, and hiding it. But Joran rolled well on a survival check, and you continue to follow the track, suggesting that you are indeed not alone here. And as such, uh, you begin making your way south towards the southern end of the grandparents. And um, eventually you start to see that the elevation starts to climb and and escalate and, and rise up. And then you see 
um, a faint, uh, from a sort of a very commanding position, there's a, um, a tall sort of cliff overlooking the valley. And you see that there is a series of natural switchbacks. It's not carved or anything like that. It's just sort of a natural, you know, like probably rip from like river water runoff that kind of carve up the slope. But you can see that there is a large ledge up there. And in fact, um, you know, maybe maybe not Joran, but someone like, um, you know, Thrawn or Droga, who is or even you, Breck, who like has grown up the tribe your whole life. You were a young man. You know, you were a little kid. You actually know this space. Um, Mm. This is like a it's like a, a dare amongst the children. It's like this natural sort of lookout spot that overlooks the entire valley. And, you know, as a kid, kids would, you know, it's, but it's, you know, scary. It's away from the tribe. And like the, the way up the the side is a little harrowing, but uh, the view is, you know, incredible and magnificent over the entire valley. And up there is, there's like a series of um, ledges and you all see from your distance uh, a slight rivulet of smoke going up from the top of that, um, uh, series of ledges, which is probably oh, about, uh, which is probably about, you know, a couple hundred feet away. Like a campfire. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, I right. did this when I was a kid. That's how I got my mountain lore. Oh, uh, there you go. Per- Bob, uh, Bob, great, great, great RPGing, Bob. Great <laughs> RPGing. Really brought that full circle wow. for us. I feel complete. Look how Bob tied his background in with the mechanics, and he did it right in the middle of play. That's immersion play, people. That, that's, what, that's why this is a true role playing. That's why this is a true role playing game. This is what happens when Bob puts in the hours, people. <laughs> <laughs> So many hours, um, but, but uh, yeah, Joran, uh, this thing up. now that you're here, you could definitely see the signs, not just of the, the, the dragged tusks, but you also see the signs of footprints and, you know, like maybe they were also like sleds, uh, you know, like sledges that they were like carrying stuff on. Um, tell me about these footprints. Yeah. How many sets of tracks are we looking at here? Uh, I'll need, you I'll need know? a new survival check, uh, to see if we can get, oh, more. that cleric's really good at them. <laughs> Well, remember, in our system, you can aid, and if you're trained, you, they, he just gets a plus one. Right. I'll I'll aid I will. for plus one. All right. Okay. If you're if you're an expert, you give a plus two. So, oh, eleven. All right, Jory. Uh, not enough to be able to distinguish what's going, the uh, how many people there are, what's going on here. You know, I'll say this: there's probably there's nothing like huge, right? Like there's no okay. big, massive t- footprint. It's not an ogre. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing like that size. It's it's probably a bunch of medium creatures. Now, whether there's monks, whether there's three or four or a dozen, you don't know. Or CR appropriate. Yeah, or no. CR appropriate. All right. So um, <laughs> ahead of you is this sort of stone wall with, again, this sort of natural back and forth switchback ramp that kind of curves its way up to it. Um, Potentially, you might be uh, pretty visible as you climb up to it, but uh, you're standing at the bottom still, you know, uh, maybe in some like bushes and and grassy areas, not exactly hidden, but certainly not in direct sight. Um, what do you guys want to do? Is there a way to like free climb up another side to sneak up on them? Yeah, bro, this is PF2. That's going to be like 200 checks. <laughs> I could make a I could make a mountain check to to check uh, on their path. Aaron is 100 percent correct that normally in Pathfinder yeah. 2 that would be a million <laughs> checks, but no, I mean even as an expert in uh, analytics. Oh, yeah, because like you when you make yeah. a climb check, you move like five feet. 
Yeah. But <laughs> if you run, they made if a you, path here. But but yeah, if, if you, you made, fail, you go zero. But if you and if you fail, you get zero. And if you critically <laughs> fail, which will only happen on a roll of a one, then you right. fall off. You fall off. But because there's a five percent chance of rolling a nat one, if something is significantly high enough, you will always fail because you will eventually roll a nat one. Just like real climbing. Right. Right. That's Everyone right. always falls. All, everyone always falls. After 100 right. feet, dead. <laughs> no mountains greater than 100 foot have ever been scaled. That's why no one's ever climbed Mount Everest before. It's right. impossible. Right. Well, actually, on the flip side, though, maybe Mount Everest is so easy to climb that even when you critically fail, you just fail. No, that right. is actually, I take that back, right? So, like, if something was like a mountain, but it was really just like a steep slope, and you were like legendary climber, even if you rolled a nat one, you right. would still pass. But because right, you rolled right. a nat one, it meant you yeah, failed yeah. and then yep. you could climb it. Right. Um, like Mount Everest. Like Mount Everest. Yes, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, Tim, yes, if you want to climb up uh, the side of this thing, I would I would let you try to do it. And yeah, we would, I was uh, trying to do that. Hatchet and mouth like. Arr. I mean, we'll, we'll <laughs> just we'll just make one check and we'll YOLO it. I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm I am part Yeti. So these are where I come from. All right. Well, what about uh, <laughs> and I, uh, if we're climbing? I'll climb. I, I know the mountain pretty good. So. <laughs> Not everyone. Like, climb. Right. What about the fuck? What about the path? All right. Wait, wait. We, we've waited. We've waited. <laughs> we've waited a long time for this. Bob. Make a mountain lord check to see if you know a, an easier way to get to the top. Bob, the DC is 18. Bob, there's a secret. There's a secret other path. It's like 300. He shows them the other um, path to get behind. Yeah, it's a goat trail. Oh, yeah, it's the goat trail. Um, all right. Well, nope. No check needed, Bob. <laughs> or no climb check needed. Um, Rack, hold on. There's a there's a path right well, here. Well, you're, you're all trained in athletics, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're all good. All right. Hold up. All right. Well, here's the deal. Nice uh, <laughs> I have no vision. Yeah. I, I've gone blind. Yeah, I know. I have survival. I gotta oh, put him. We're all rolling stealth for initiative now. I gotta. Jordan's gonna take. <laughs> no, no, no. You're gonna roll. You're gonna roll athletics for initiative. You're climbing. Oh, dope. Oh, right. oh, good. <laughs> Wait, this is happening on the, as we climb. Rage, Kaz, rage now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. PCs. What? All right. So, uh, normally, uh, you guys would have. Uh, climbed up and entered from like over here uh, to the south. <laughs> but instead, um, you guys find this sort of secret broken path that Droga found when he was a young man uh, in, you know, taking on, uh, you know, in his pre-Ranger days, but really developing his natural talent that would lead him to be the pew-pew master that he is. <laughs> um, and you guys find a sort of back switch way, which to be fair is not exactly like a path, but for people Droga, who are trying. Did, did your bear climb up with us? Uh, Ooh, I don't think so. No, no, no. Bear, bear could not climb this. I'm sorry. No, no, good. no, no bear. Climb, man. They climb up trees. There goes know. all my damage. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Well, sec. Why well, sec? Wait. Have bear, have bear make an athletics check. <laughs> Hold on, I have to. A bear almost climbed into my wedding reception. So that's true. I was What's there. I saw this. By the way, cannot wait till we <laughs> update this. Why? Why is this symbol the symbol for proficiencies and 
and skills. Why is a hand symbol in this game? It's the dumbest oh, symbol yeah. for forever. I, I can't. I can't wait I can till we get the update. Yeah, I can't wait till we get the update. Uh, DC. Uh, all right, no, Barrett could not make it. Uh, <laughs> what, is, what is what is the update symbol? Oh, like now now, now it just says skills. Oh, <laughs> oh so yeah, the in the new foundry, but we haven't updated because it, it'll break everything <laughs> in existence. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so okay. Barrick the polar bear is not good with the mountain climbing. Barrick the polar bear is not really good with that. Um, but you guys uh, checks out. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tim. I hope you played the trombone. Yeah, I did not. I should have. <laughs> um, okay, so as you climb your way to the top of this uh, series of high ledges, which overlook the area below, you see a a well-established camp, but this is no Kellid camp. Um, you see uh, canvas tents, um, which look like they ha even have like tables and chairs, and maybe one of them even has like a bed in it. Um, there are several uh, wagons, uh, cages, and you can see that the wagon, uh, in addition to being laden with supplies, now has several pairs of mammoth tusks, which have been uh, cultivated, collected, and are being stored and stashed for transport. As you poachers. Yeah, <laughs> These are poachers. Uh, yes. <laughs> As you make your way up, uh, not really surprising, but because you're not stealthing and there's no surprise around, but uh, they don't really expect you to be coming here. You could see on the far side of the platform ledge, a series of four people, one or two of them, I should say, are dwarves. And they seem to be equipped with um, like, you know, those things that you like loop around the, the head of an animal and then pull the rope tight. Um, like they have that except a primitive one. <laughs> no, it, it like, uh, it advanced. Um, they, oh, they must've come oh. from the other realm. They, they're, we <laughs> what they, was your first yeah, clue there, Bob? Yeah, they're wearing three piece suits and top hats. <laughs> <laughs> I parlay with them smoking. They're smoking a cigar and reading the newspaper. Pardon uh, <laughs> me. Have you any gray poupon? <laughs> um, in addition, you see a, um, a large brutish man, um, who seems to be mostly just be kind of bored and, and standing around. And then in the back, um, kind of making her way over, you see a very uh, elegant, um, strangely dressed woman um, who, let me see here, show character artwork. Um, hopefully this works. No, did it work? There we go. Um, you see a very elegant, strangely dressed woman. She's wearing strange high leather boots. She has a strange um, uh, billowing shirt made of strange material, a wide, massive brimmed hat. And she seems to have the, the arcane markings of one of the cursed wizards uh, about her. Kind of looks like the Resident Evil lady, that tall lady. Um... So, uh, as you all get to the top, um, mm -hmm. she turns and, uh, you know, as you guys kind of climb to the top and she's like, she looks around very surprised and, uh, and shocked. And, uh, what do you guys do? <laughs> Shoot her with an arrow. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Never <laughs> right, met these people before in our life. Uh, all right, Bob. She's uh, a wizard. Are you serious? <laughs> She's a wizard. So? So? What, you just go around I mean, murdering people? What's wrong with you? Fine. You're like 12 I, years old. Where did you learn this? I was climbing the mountains. Um, Droga pulls back an arrow. Jordan tells him to not shoot her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair enough. <laughs> They're just people. All right. He's, 
She a like zero. she sees the, yeah, the, and she 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 goes wide eyed and you know suddenly she yeah. she shouts out um, Rook, and uh, this guy kind of starts coming over and the the two dwarves kind of come over and she goes, I friend, no hurt. <laughs> oh, Jesus, mm. we actually speak her language. Uh, I, I respond to her. Do you in, speak uh, our native tongue? Do right. you speak? Do you speak common? Remember, by default, <laughs> by default, you do not. I, uh, I speak common. Right. I speak well, yeah. yeah, right. You guys speak Hallet. Um, yeah. And so you do not speak it. She's like me, civilized, have things for you. Jordan, what's she saying? I, She's pissing I me to off. Jordan. Ah. <laughs> she looks up. She goes. Oh, good to see you there, sir. I did not know that any of these savages spoke the common tongue. Oh, I'm, I'm not from around here. Ah, Neither are you, apparently. Ah, no. I am Lady Ardissa Pendegrant, and I come from Tulane. Ah, fantastic sport here in the realm of the Mammoth Lords. These will make a fantastic uh, addition to my collection back home. A uh, bit of a waste, but your business is your own. How long are you planning on being in the area? Um, as long as the hunting is good. We just got ourselves a large one the other day. And uh, if my uh, information is correct, these savages parade through this area all spring long and should prove easy fodder for my fireballs and magic missiles. Uh, that's Sorry, the savages or the mammoths? Uh, the people and the mammoths, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm here for the mammoths, but if a few of them get killed along the way, I mean, it's not really any sort of real issue. <laughs> I totally agree with you, man. <laughs> you would you well, can, may I approach? Can we, we can, she, I would like to join your party. Does she speak do you speak common? I don't know. I just get started saying it. However I say it. <laughs> Use your charisma. I, I am. We're all just kind of it staring just, just at Jordan. Like I, 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 I have intimidating glare. Let's call intimidator. That's true. You do like, not need what language. What the fuck did you just say to me? That's yeah. what I look at her like. Mammoth poaching, a term I understand in every language. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this, Tim, because your character has that, uh, what is it, cosmopolitan? What's your background? He's a recruiter. You're yeah, like a recruiter, right? Yeah, I will say you you know broken common, right? So, but to be fair, fair, him or his parents had to be able to communicate with me at some. point. That's my point. So you understand right. you understand like very very primitive. You know, you speak common about as well as I speak Spanish, right? You know, like right. See, si. <laughs> <laughs> did you take two years of Spanish? Uh, <laughs> no, I took six years of Spanish, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's still not very good. Um, okay. Oh, that's great. Um, so anyways, so she, um, by this point in time, her uh, sort of bodyguard looking guy is kind of sidled up next to her and the dwarves are kind of coming up. She says, um, I don't understand exactly what it is that you are here for. Uh, I didn't catch your name. I'm Jordan. Uh, jo- I will just take Joran. Um, step there. Uh, oh, and and now, uh, wh- hold on there. Fr- hold on, big fellow. Easy. <laughs> I stopped moving. Friend. <laughs> now, listen, tell your friend. Uh, you, you, you wouldn't happen to, uh, you wouldn't happen to have any of these magnificent beasts at your be- command and beck and call, would you? 
Uh, we do, but we need them for food. But you have a more pressing concern. <laughs> what is that? You have a great view up here uh, with your camp. Did you happen to bring a, uh, uh, a scope with you? Uh, no, alas, I did not. Even for me, that is a bit out of my price. However, I did discover that uh, this whole area is littered with strange magical stones that enhance magical powers. Why, there's one just uh, on the southern edge of this uh, encampment that greatly increases the range of my evocation spells. Why, <laughs> I can snipe off a mammoth from the top of this very... Uh, uh, platform without ever being any danger. And let me tell you about how far my fireballs can go. Well, you're going to need that, but not for mammoths. Why is that? Tell me more about your balls. I, I walk over <laughs> and I motion her to, to come with me. Okay. Uh, she kind of like whispers to him and the bodyguard guy kind of comes over to here and kind of like is e uh, is looking very uneasily at uh, at Kaz, like try something. Uh, she yeah, I mean, Kaz will kill all these people. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> she, is, uh, if they choose to die, that's on. Them. She comes is over. The, she goes, she goes, I didn't want to say anything in front of your savage friends, but uh, <laughs> are you some sort of uh, missionary? Are you trying to save their souls? What is going on here? Uh, um, I'm. I'm in retirement, but don't, don't worry about me. Listen, it's, I point roughly <clears> to the <throat> South, man, west. more West Southwest from where we are right now. Yeah. You see that, that line of green way, way off in the distance. Uh, sure. Yes. Uh, there's a large Lake there. I initially yes. scouted that for uh, possible signs of mammoth, but did not find anything. There is roughly a thousand angry savages there. Not, not these kind of savages, but the demon-worshipping kind of savages. And they're heading this way. I see. And Is the bone hatchet whispering to you? Why, why are there, why are there, all, of these, all of these primitive beings are no threat to someone uh, with magic at their command? Uh, You're going to need a lot of fireballs for that. <laughs> I also think you may be a little surprised <laughs> at what a lot of people can do. Well, I see. Uh, so what you're saying is I need to get out of here. <laughs> Or shoot your fireballs at him. Far <laughs> be it for me to tell you what to do. Well, I, I thought I, you should know. I'll tell you what. I only need, I probably only need six more tusks to get what I need before I can head home. If you're willing to part with three of your mammoths, uh, well then, uh, I'll be happy to. Uh, uh, she reaches into her pockets and pulls out like some beads. And she's like, <clears throat> perhaps um, they'll take these. And blankets. <laughs> they have a long journey in front of them. They're not going to be willing. To oh, trip. they're more idiotic savages. They don't even speak common. They live like this when they could be living like this. Calm. What Joran was it? Come. You seem uh, old. Uh, so old. Uh, let me take you back to Tulane. Uh, enjoy the roots of your labor. Convince them to just bring up a couple mammoths. I'll make it a quick slaughter and I'll be on my way. Look, they're not taking the meat, Jordan. We could we could let give her the tusks, feed the tribe, and then can we like bargain with her to shoot some fireballs at that the burning mammoths? <laughs> we get the meat anyway. <laughs> Lady Ardissa, was it? Uh, uh, Lady Pendergrass, but you can call me Arlissa. <clears throat> I must thank you for 
reminding me and reaffirming me of my decision. Sometimes when you're out here for a long time, you may forget these things. Thank you. What I, I, I must admit, you have me at somewhat of a loss. I do not understand or follow you. It is of no consequence, but we will be on our way now. I suggest you do the same. I see. Um, well, but there's a, a bit of a problem, you see. Uh, no pew pew? <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? You're right. Uh, why don't you uh, get going? Why do I feel very? Un- I don't know what <laughs> just like, happened. My character is a- just kind of staring at the guy who's staring at me. <laughs> yeah, you're- my sense motive at like we're, 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 it's uh, perception um, in this game. It's, it's perception in this game. I, which I which fighters are really good at? Situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, Tim, Tim, you 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 can you can roll it. You can roll it. Uh, you don't get any well, particular feel, no. Tim. Mm. I'm gonna hero point that. All right. I, was, <laughs> I was about to too. I was like, this is bullshit. I know it's just lying. All right. So oh. no, no, that's good, right? Or that's Thrawn's role. 13. So t- that's Thrawn. Oh, Thrawn. I don't know. Thrawn really could perceive it. All right. So Joran, that's actually a 12. Yeah. So 17. Um yeah, Joran. Um she is either going to fireball you or wait till your tribe comes through and just fireball them. I kind of sigh. Jordan closes his <laughs> eyes. Please don't do this. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. I, I thought we had a pleasant conversation. In fact, you know what? Here, she gives you the beads. You could take <laughs> those for free. <laughs> don't make us do this, please. I, I, you, I just kind of look at Drew. You, you came upon. All right, fine. Uh, uh, Joran, Joran, you see, you see Droga starting to like look at you like pew pew. She goes, "I've done nothing wrong. If anything, you crept into my camp by a hitherto unknown secret mountain pass, and <laughs> and came upon me and my people. Listen, there are no laws in this land, and there are no rights for these people. They are mine to do with as I please. And these beasts, as you are ours." <laughs> as she laughs, she goes. She goes, there are four of you, there are four of me, and I am a skilled wizard of Tulane. I'm sorry, my savage young friend. There is no hope for you. I mean, I'm worried if she can actually cast Fireball. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> there was, the ground was scorched around, wasn't there? I know. I Even though can... it shouldn't have been. She, so it's just Alchemist Fire. <laughs> I don't think Alchemist Fire burns grass either, so not. it's fine. <laughs> Um, I'm still staring at Joran. I'm like, what? What's going yeah, on can here? Can I can I make this lady my hunted prey? Uh, she <laughs> like she like walks back to her tent and and starts to like pour herself a glass of wine, like like Cersei Lannister style. You know, she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have enjoyed your visit. I hope to see you again, and I'm sure we will. Not if I see you first. Uh, if he's like threatening with that sign language. <laughs> Tim, are you threatening with that sign language? Yeah, I'll use intimidation with intimidating glare. <laughs> All right, yeah, Tim, go for it. Maybe she'll st- she'll start the fight off frightened. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I look at her. Uh, Tim, let me check this. Uh, All right, Tim. Yeah, uh, she's frightened. Um, Excellent. As she kind of. Um, it's like pouring her glass a little shakily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like shaking as she pours it, and she's like, 
I think the hatchet starts whispering. <laughs> yeah, it's like it draws itself. Like do I don't even realize it. I'm holding it. <laughs> she's like, she's like, Breck just like stares her down coldly, and she says, "I've had enough of your strange, primitive friends. Be gone, Jorand, and take your rabble with you." She doesn't sound like she's gonna fireball us. <laughs> she sounds no. like we can walk away. <laughs> do I still think she's gonna fireball us? Do I think his she's definitely gonna do it. She's just scared while we're here. Oh, she's told. Remember, she even told yeah. you the the magic. Remember, because yeah. you guys found that magical stone that empowered the the a floating armor and all that stuff. She found one that empowers evocation, so she can like cast yeah. fireball from like half a mile away. Yeah. All right. So. I just keep I just keep looking at her and looking at Joran. Just let me know. <laughs> I look at her and I say a single word in Kellid. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot her. Droga. Droga misses and she says deceivers and um magical energy begins to coalesce around her her dwarf um uh beast catchers and her brutish bodyguards spring into action and uh yeah uh you guys do not are we still are we using athletics for our initiative check uh no not at this point you guys have no. taken enough time uh no. i think it's just perception at this point so our um, exercise workouts worn off <laughs> i've right. just been doing push-ups um so breck gets a big 10 droga tenor gets a 22 <laughs> um we are very quick with our ambush right well, ron is <laughs> uh is uh, not Jordan doesn't like killing people. Um, all right. Let me roll for their <laughs> initiatives. Uh, Jordan, did I get your initiative? It would be a nine. Um, but, all right. I don't know if I'm in encounter mode. Did you no, select you your token? check only. Oh. Do the initiative. I did off my character sheet. But. All right. Well, guess what? You get to roll it again. So feel. <laughs> well, good. That was really bad. <laughs> you get to roll it again. Congrats. <laughs> oh, shit. I fucked mine up, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right. There you I'll go. Take it. All right. There you go. Um, <laughs> Rage point incoming women. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I know what the problem is. I. You're just making perception checks? Yeah. Ah, uh, there you go. All right. There you go. All right. Well, believe it or not, you and Breck still go for uh, before, uh, you know, these people. But um, Lady uh, Prendergast, uh, Prendergant. Um, Ooh, uh, wizard at one initiative. That's not good. Breck, where yeah. were you? <laughs> yeah, I rolled low, man, you know? Bro, you're a fighter. You got, like, one job. Kill everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is going to move to here. And as she does so, she then begins ca uh, waving her arms around in a uh, a sudden uh, spell-like way. Oh, and oh a, no! There's a fireball. And a gout <laughs> of and a gout of flame shoots out, sweeping over uh, all of you in the corner of the uh, of the area here. Let's see if they actually. This is gonna be a little rough. Here we go. Uh, well, on the plus side, it's all she'll do this turn. That is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how you actually use this. I think I'm like the weakest. Oh, no. I guess you there have, majority, oh, you have the go. lowest health, but. Boom. All right. Here we go. Um, the da It is a, a DC 19 basic save, and, the, da and the damage Success. is... Uh, oh, nice critical failure! Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan uh, hero pointing that. 
Uh, 21 wow. damage ripples out as a massive fireball sweeps through the party. Um, oh, Th- Thrawn, if you click the save DC in the box, it will actually tell you then what you're, if you succeeded or failed. All right, that was my hero point. So that's uh, 12, so a 19, so I passed that time. All right, Eric, so I I'm... can't take 42 points of damage, so I only take 28. <laughs> okay, good good to know. Man, all right, yeah, you all were right. out of hero points. That sucks. So Joran uh, drops to the ground and is dying too um, because uh, he uh, failed on a critical. Um, and well, those are only linguistic. <laughs> it was a boring conversation anyways. Um <laughs> And uh, hold on a sec here. Let me, there we go. Uh, boom, I there take, we go. I got to take half damage. Hold on. Uh, if you got a 19, you take half damage. Otherwise, you take the full amount of damage. And you suddenly see that uh, th- uh, she almost, you know, she targets Joran because she's like, oh, well, he's the obvious only threat, uh, you know, that would exist here. And uh, she right. just, everyone else is a worthless savage. Yes, exactly. And she just annihilates him with a massive explosion. Joran just sort of closes his eyes and is like, at last. <laughs> <laughs> It's all that alcohol you've been drinking. All right. More flammable. Uh, <laughs> Sweet death. Thrawn, you get to go now, buddy. Um, so just getting hit by a fireball, I immediately fly into a rage. Yep. All right. Because, that's your. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's is, that. That is your first action. And that's my first action. And my next one is going to be sudden charge. Okay. Um, yeah, coming Dude, you up can get straight up this. like this. Yeah. Can't do it. Oh, it's going to be lame. All right, one sec. This. Yeah. Up, and then over. Yep. All right, so Sorry. as you enter this square, um, uh, this guy right here. Oh, they have freaking reach. Uh, he reaches out with his, uh, his uh, grappler thing, and he has uh-huh. this uh, reactive... Um, Reactive snag ability. Um, so he reaches out and he makes a grapple check against you as you move through. Okay. So this is against your fort DC. So I got a what? 12? Womp womp. Yeah, that won't pass. So that does not pass. So he he tries to grab you with his, uh, like, you know, his loop catcher, his man catcher. Uh, but, you know, it does not succeed. So you you uh, you close to range with uh, the lady Arlissa. All right. Ar- Ardisa. Uh, Ardisa. And with a screaming overhead swing of my fist, I bring in the Yeti Smash. Yes. There All it right. is. Ooh. 26. Oh, 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 it's a crit. Almost a crit. You know, almost. Almost. But not. Uh, almost. But actually, at the end of her turn, she would have dropped Frightened. So it was it was actually a hit by eight, not a hit by nine. All right. But Thrawn, you do Smasher. So uh, do your damage. <laughs> Smasher pass. Uh, smash her. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so she, she all right. She so takes she, uh, she 10 ta- points of damage. Yep. She takes 10 points of damage. She's barely injured. All right, Thron, your turn is oh. over. Um, so it is Droga's turn. All right, Droga. Uh, you see uh, Joran falls down in front of you uh, quite suddenly unconscious. Yeah, I don't really have a clear shot here. <laughs> Wait, the way doesn't yes. even acknowledge. Yes. Just, okay, don't have a clear shot. I get that he's a ranger, but it was just the lead, lead in from Derek straight into Bob. That was just yeah, exactly yeah. what I would expect. Perfect. Just perfect. I, I don't know what I missed. I apologize. <laughs> that's, that's even better. That's even better. 
I was trying to see what I was going to do during my turn. I I think what Aaron was trying to say is that it's funny that you were like, oh, he's dying too. You're like, all right, so what shot do I got? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think the best course of victory is to eliminate the enemies. (laughs) Well, I wasn't suggesting you should actually heal me. It was just funny because of Derek's lead end. Right. Right. We recognize no one can save him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, he's old. He's Every time we crawl a hex, there's a 50% chance he has a heart attack and dies. (laughs) Right. Uh, Breck, you have medicine, right? Uh, no. Oh. Nor wisdom. Any oh, of us. Okay, all right. Well, then uh, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> yeah. He's got to pass that fourth save, man. We have used some it's a flat check, but yeah, with me in the past and my herbalism to make medicines, but it's very uh, different. I'm going to hunt Prayer, and I'm wondering uh, what check I make for recall knowledge. Um, Society? That's my guess. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Kaz has natural medicine. Oh, that was nice. raging. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Kaz can save you, but, but he's raging. <laughs> um, I mean, what was I going to do there? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a, a society check, Droga. Yep. Coming in hot. You know nope. nothing about this woman have never heard of her in your entire life. She's a wizard who speaks a weird language. Yep. She literally told us our name, her name. Yeah. But yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, we're going to know that. We're going to hunt a shot. Oh, shit. She Critical. Did, right? Critical hit. Second there it is. Oh, what? Get out. Did that just happen? Double crit. I'm not used to Bob being effective. Wow. <laughs> Best shot ever. Bob, Bob. Let's go. Bob, how much damage did you do? You, I see all 30. 30. You did 20 with the first crit, 10 with the second crit? Yes. The second one was terrible roll, actually. Yeah. Well, she's oh, near. Good. It's like an average hatchet hit. She's near death. I was going to say. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. She is down to five hit points um, immediately. Uh, wow. <laughs> Mountain Lord. Man, this game is so swinging. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, fuck that noise. I'm out. You didn't pay me enough money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The raging Yeti, the, the sniper, Legolas. Uh, the, body, uh, the bodyguard has a bit more uh, loyalty. Uh, he will flank, obviously. Conga uh, line. Conga line. Conga line. <laughs> All right. Start the conga line. He also has a uh, hit him when they're down. So he's got sneak attack. Um, so he comes in and swings a massive hammer into Thrawn's back. And, no, you don't. Uh, nope. <laughs> wow. Look at look at that roll. Like I see all these things. So bad. It's like his AC is down to fifteen, and he's got minus one from raging, and and I still miss. All right. Well, you know that. Um, and then and then he just I don't know punches him in the back of the head with his fist uh, because it's got less man. Hey, it's a critical hit. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this fight? I don't what even. Actual... What is happening? Yeah. What's wait 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 wait? What's really great about this is I swung the hammer and I missed, even right. with all the penalties. Then I said, "Screw it!" He'll just attack with his offhand fist because it's agile. He critical hit by ten. So if he hadn't wow. used agile, it wouldn't have been a critical hit. Right, but right. Wow. but but this is a critical hit. Uh, that's the normal yeah. damage. Uh, so so Kaz, uh, when you click that to hit the uh, double, hit double, yeah, got it. Uh, and then the sneak attack damage gets doubled as well. So Kaz, take take that five damage total. So you should take fifteen total, Kaz. Um, 
as uh, the creature uh, or the guy uh, swings his hammer and then he just punches you square in the jaw. Uh, you know, but uh, you're near death too. Jeez. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, so Kaz, Thrawn, you're near death. The bodyguards at full. Uh, Ardisa's near death. And uh, Joran is dying. All right, great. Yeah, I'm very near death. <laughs> Breck. All right, well, Breck is like, all right, I can't, no, I can't conga because I can't risk her getting another spell off. Right. Mm. So we are tactics over conga. Tactics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're gonna. So yes, yes. Stride. No, no. Do you feel like that's a new uh, combat and tactics video. When not to conga. Well, no. I yeah. was assuming that Breck was just gonna sudden charge to here and then just conga line from the other side. <laughs> I <laughs> could do that too. Fuck it. Answer always conga. <laughs> the answer is always conga. Does always he get, conga. Uh, grabbed by that dwarf in that spot, though. Uh, no, because he came well, up. It's, 50, it's yeah. It's ten foot All movement, right. so he just Got entered it. that area. If if he were to move out of that square, then he would provoke a, a reaction. Yeah. All right, we're gonna target. Why, what is, you know what's coming? What first. is this? I, what is this five foot radius burst? I don't know. I don't know. Someone's messing around. There's some right. real tactics going down. That was. Here. I was. But, I was trying to measure distance, and then I. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> All right. The hatchet coming in hard. Oh, the hatchet hits. Oh, the, you know, it's going to do the damage. And that's there it she, is. She oh, gone. She's dead. Blood I like how you gone. started with your offhand attack. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I Breck might be left handed, but he doesn't know it yet. Uh, and then so we still got one action. We're going to go. No, with you, you moved in sudden charge. So that's three. I sudden charged. Oh, you just sudden done charged. so far. You yeah, just sudden sudden charged. Charge, okay. Which has yeah. the attack at the end. So yep. I have. One action left. Yep. And I'm going to throw my hatchet at the bodyguard. Okay. Nice. <laughs> um, let me give him some cover. Let me give him yeah. some cover first. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. I, uh, let's make sure I got him targeted oh, there. Oh, I, took it off. I took it off of him. There we go. All right. Map. Bring it. All right. So you kill her with it and then end over end. And he's hit even through the nice. cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Six damage. All right. Um, so you kill her with the hatchet and then fling it into the, the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He well, is still bloody with her. Uh, he is 100 percent out. <laughs> you, you know that. Yeah. They just they just are running away. They're like they dr they drop. They're man catchers and they're like, we she just paid us, she's a bitch. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, understand what they're saying. We don't, we don't Joran, uh, I need you to make a, uh you need to make a no, a flat check DC 12. 10 plus your dying value. Give you 20. There we go. Just a flat check, buddy. Hey! Oh, there you go. Uh it was on that five. Not like, this oh, no, round. All right, yeah. so so you go to dying one. Is that how that works? Okay. I yeah. didn't think that was how it worked. Oh, that's not yeah, how it we works? Yeah, we just spend the next 40 rounds. As I don't know. know. Dying one, uh, look at the <laughs> He's dying. Uh, if is... you are here, you're not playing an AP. If you succeed, your dying value is reduced by one. What? what? Yeah. Oh. You play Pathfinder 2 every day. He's new. That's he's not new. True. Yeah. He's, he's, he's new. new. He's new. <laughs> he's new also, he's playing Northern Reaches. No one dies in Northern Reaches. All right. This is what happens. And then you, you fail. <laughs> you'll fail your next check. So you'll go up to dying two. Right. And right you'll pass. Right. So you're down nine one. Yes. But now the next time it will be DC 11. Um, and right. if, and by the way, in that situation, if Joran had critically failed, that's it reduces your dying by two. He'd be dead. Um, if you critically right. succeed, it uh, uh, decreases your dying by two. So uh, and then he would be stable. Right. But right now it'll be that. But um, 
yeah, uh, boy, the whole the whole crowd gets to go. So Ardisa's um, Ardisa's done. So Thron. All right. Uh, after you want to delay, punched I in can... the jaw. He's raging. What? Yeah, okay. he's definitely going hard on the bodyguard who punched him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was no hope for this. Critically guy. hit him. Yeah. yeah, that guy died the moment he punched him in the jaw. <laughs> Here we go. What's going on? There we are. All right. Here it is. For strike. <laughs> Crit- critical hit. Jeez. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> All right. Sheesh. And he'll take twenty. 20. Uh, in the he just take. He, you put. He like. He punches you, and you're like. And then you just punch him with the massive hate <laughs> and he just collapses to the ground. And he goes. He goes. Enough. Enough. It's like Hulk punching Thor at yeah. the end of that fight. Uh, Kaz, like, oh. Kaz, you, well, Derek, what language is he speaking? Uh, common. <laughs> but he's... Kaz, he's you here. Yeah, 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 yeah! But Kaz, you are also raging. It is your decision. It's your second action, Kaz. Um, okay. Mechanics question. Yeah. Am I in combat if he's given up? Uh, yes, yes. We're still in initiative okay. order. So I can't drop rage. Uh, I think you can, right? Question. Uh, I don't know. Bob, you played a barbarian for several years. I never stopped. He's still new, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) That actually checks. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I know it. I know. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. It says you cannot stop voluntarily raging. So it lasts for one minute until there are no enemies you can perceive or until you fall unconscious. So the question is. Do you, you still perceive, perceive him, as, him an as an enemy? That's a that's that a personal a... choice, Kaz. <laughs> I give that to you. Do you perceive is... him as an enemy? How gone are you in your rage? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I haven't developed any rage points yet. Not yet. And I do. Right. And this and is I just do... level normal level of hatred. Yeah. This, this is just this is your normal level of hatred. And I know that my ally is in danger. Mm. So I feel like my attention is almost immediately. Oh, I'm, shift. I'm good now. Even if I crit fail, I'm not dead. So you can. Yeah, you look over and you see. Oh, he, oh, he's not. He's only mostly dead. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan's, Jordan's like he, get, he got better. <laughs> I got better. Feel fine. I, he's tough. Be, he's hard. I uh, can you describe to me what his current position is? He is he hands up? Is he? Oh no, he's quite unconscious. But like. Not you know, me. No, 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 not not Jordan. The oh, guy in front of me. No, he I mean he still has his weapons, but he is just like, oh, like, you know, because you just crit him for 20, he's near death. <laughs> you have two actions left, and he's like, Oh, I'm seeing my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like he's not prone prostate in front of you, like pleading with you, oh great mountain spirit sure. of death. Uh he's just more like, Oh no, no, I give up. But he's speaking a language I you don't understand. Scream at him in rage and attempt to get him to drop his weapons. Okay, well you can't do that to his turn. So does that mean you're just passing the rest of your turn? <laughs> Jesus, this game! <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna die because you're not. Why don't you, to drop why don't you grab his weapon out of his hands? Dimension. Oh yeah, go go for the disarm. Go for the disarm check with map attack. Good good call, Bob. It's, it, well, it's mean, a free action uh, to drop, right? Can you do that now on your turn? I don't believe you can. You can only take free actions on your turn. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't speak out. unless it's your turn. That's correct. <laughs> I will grapple him. Okay. You get map attack minus five. 
Right, someone else said you could attack right. non-lethally, but I don't know if you could do that when you're raging. Like uh, here, mechanically. legally, you can you could serve tea while raging. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, it, it's it's this thing. Concentrate. It's this thing. As long as it doesn't have the concentrate to trait, you're fine, right? As long as it doesn't have concentrate, you're fine. <laughs> It's, it's, I don't know what I you're talking about. Them. Serving tea is very hard. It is okay? this thing called, well, no, it has the concentrate trait. The ceremony so trait makes that very difficult to do if you're not This is that enough. thing called role-playing, and it's a critical hit. <laughs> <laughs> I just bam, bam. <laughs> no, you just double crit this guy. It was more like you grab the right side of his head, you grab the left side of his head, and you peel him open. <laughs> So vicious. Non-lethally. Non-lethal. Non-lethally. Kaz, you go for the non-lethal, but he's just dead. Um, You just, you rip him in half gently. Yeah, I don't know. You, you all, you all, you all are uh, like a little, a little scared because you just see him. He, he manifests. I'm not. I'm on. Is, oh yeah, you're gonna, actually extra rage? It, actually it's it's good that Joran is not around to see this. <laughs> I'm living the highlights. <laughs> Wait, where did my character go? I deleted you. It was so bad. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to keep the and campaign safe. He's replaced with the Yeti. Uh, no, I accidentally deleted your character. Um, here we go. Thron's back. Um, all right. So the brutish bodyguard is dead. Um, as, um, uh, Kaz, you double crit him, uh, and it's just, you know, maybe you were trying to hold back, but you know, the rage the the guy, fact that he just crit you this now that the, now that the beast within has been unlocked, there's a, there's a growing, there's a growing power within you, Kaz. And, and, uh, you're beginning to acknowledge its call. Um, the nails are biting into all right, my skull. Smith, uh, make yourself uh wounded one, uh, you know, between the party and all that other stuff you're. Uh, oh, I made you dead. Sorry. Dying. The heart came out. <laughs> he deleted. He deleted Thrawn, and Jordan's dead. So, um, so they got, they got any food in this camp? We can take back to our camp. Oh, quick on a coup de gras there, Derek. Dying for. Ah, you're just dead. Um. Well, we see um, if there's anything here that we would use, and do, do we have use of the ivory tusks? Should we bring them back to camp? Um, weapons out of them or something. I mean, yeah. I mean, all this stuff. I mean, the camp could use. I mean, for sure. I would say that uh, there's pro. I mean, we don't really have a thing for supplies, but we can just say that this is equivalently worth um, two units of food. That's even what I was, that's right. what I was hoping. even though that even though you're following yeah. is a hundred plus people, there's just so <laughs> much here. Right, because she was clearly. Are there, <laughs> uh, are there know, more beads and stuff we could give uh, to the kids to <laughs> raise their spirits? <laughs> Were these beads truly of no value? Is it like a bag? Oh, of yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, give me yeah, the okay. kids. I, I give heard the that. Kids Jordan. And I, marbles. Jordan gain a hero <laughs> point. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I didn't hear it. Like that's that. okay. You didn't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, you don't need to. That's how we get deplatformed. Jorabite says that supply. Jorabite is arguing that supplies should increase morale so i'm intended to i'm intended to agree so two two food and uh you know and one uh one morale and and gm scott points out that uh, your kids won't know that they're worthless um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh look at these river rocks from the gods and the, you know you're dumb children um and the is ducked out jordan's still down no they uh everybody critically hit and uh that and <laughs> oh, wow Yep. You're not wrong. There's yep. a there's a stone here, right? There's some kind of magic stone we could check out while we're up here. Uh, you've already encountered one of these. It's it's the thing that's like buried oh. in the ground. It's like this ancient like obelisk that's like uh, sort of 
ancient ley line energy vortices. There's a whole huge thing that has nothing to do with the adventure that described about it. I recommend you pick up oh, bro- tell me about Broken it. Tusk Moon and take a good long look about it. It'll tell you about the history of these things and how the ancient wizards built them. It's great. Um <laughs> Excellent, but, excellent. Uh, but uh but yes the so lady uh prendergast is dead um her bodyguard is dead and the dwarves you can see now have just made it to the bottom of the slope and they're just booking off into the <laughs> distance they'll probably die of exposure but you know they're also they're the burning mammoths or the burning dust <laughs> she yeah. got right. anything she got anything on her body that's a great question bob i deleted her so i don't know or the bodyguard, I guess. Uh, shields are always good for Joran. No, he's got the pick. he's got the I magic shield. shield oh, he got the magic shield. That's right. It was clutch in that last fight. <laughs> <laughs> Using it as a pillow. Uh, yes. Come back with the shield or upon it. Got it. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> it. Both. Um, she has a heavy crossbow, a rapier, a spell book. And a uh, scroll, a fireball, and a scroll of magic missile. There's another bow for you. Yeah, well, let, me, let me look up that heavy crossbow real quick. Uh, actually, I'll put her back uh, on the. Uh, you can. I'll put her back on the uh, map here, and then kill her. There we go. And then I'll make her lootable. How many is she? Does she have a bunch of ammo for this thing too on her? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll take that heavy crossbow, though. What are you you have crossbow? never shot a heavy crossbow in your life, right? Look, it is. You know, you you can't use your like double shot with it, right? Because it has reload, right? It you does. know, you know that it takes like two actions to reload it, right? It does. I, I'm reading it. Why would I just leave it here? <laughs> I, well, because it's it's, it's free, useless. Derek. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone, someone in our in our clan could use it. Maybe the giant, the the late, whatever that her name is. Uh, his uh, Shemvin. Shemvin. Um, oh, I thought it was a, a female. No, we could mount it to the back of my dinosaur like an arbalist. Oh, we're there. We go. That's when we are. <laughs> All right, I'm that. I'm almost behind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we take it back. I don't see why not. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, she has. Um, well, she has 45 gold. Not that that means anything to you, but it technically you could take it. Um, yeah, I'll take the shinies. Um, and like I said, she Give has to the kids. She has a heavy crossbow, a rapier, a spell book and two scrolls that you guys aren't really know what they are because none of you are wizards. And also, this is the devil's work. So, yeah, well, I'll pick up the rapier and I am immediately as proficient in it as I am with my bone hatchet that I've used <laughs> my entire life. Right. <laughs> you don't even know what this weapon is. It's so right. I've never yeah. seen it, but I can kill effectively. But I can be see careful. That. The bone hatchet <laughs> may become jealous. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's as, right. As if no, I use the bone hatchet oh, to gosh. snap this. The bone. Those Thor Love and Thunder. The bone, I don't even recognize the it bone hatchet became, began learning at a geometric rate. At 3.05 a.m., the bone hatchet became self-aware. <laughs> In the panic, Breck tried to pull the plug. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, uh, it has 20 bolts, Bob. Okay, I'm taking all. I'm taking that stuff back with me, the heavy crossbow and the bolts. Got it. I drag all the ivory tusks behind me until we get back to our group <laughs> i'm still unconscious so i just lay here and enjoy <laughs> can the nap can He's i on use top of the ivory uh, my natural medicine to, yeah, to see ron, if i can restore yeah ron you can make a uh nature check dc 15 sir to, to heal the big 2d8 
Oh, you fail. Guess what? You get oh, to try. I'm dying. You get to try. No, only if he critically fails. You get to I try again. Fail. All right. One more time. Uh, all right. Jordan, you're at full hit points. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, it takes it takes an hour because he doesn't have um, whatever. So, Kaz, give me. Oh, um, there it is. Oh, you still failed, Kaz. Uh, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, after two. A huge delay there. After uh, t- two hours of attempting to revive Joran, he comes to. I just, I just do it myself. Can I, can I take 10? Nope. Nope. <laughs> all right. Once I wake up, I heal all the wounds in the party. All right. Over time. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Great. Um, well, um, between the curative magic of now, well, are you using spells, Jordan? Or no, medicine? screw spells. Uh, but do you have, you still only it can make one check an hour though. So. I mean, I can do it on multiple people. Yes, yes, but it, I'm just saying, just making sure. So, um, uh, I'm just in terms of making sure that spells or if something is being used, or if you guys are actually going to take probably the, it'd probably take you two hours to patch everybody up while you're up here. Are we staying up here? Or are we starting to walk back? Because I thought this I, is the one thing we needed to do today. Is I don't that, know. That's my question. We yeah, still need to walking. get to the to the cave. Not today. We no, gotta no. go back to the tribe and let them know it's safe to move in here because the lay of fireballs is if, dead. If Correct. we're healthy enough to travel, I think we can head back and then we can heal back up in camp. That's yeah. what mm-hmm. I yeah, that's let what me I make a check was. for the road just in case Derek rolls in the encounter table. That's what I was kind of more yeah. going for. I'm kind of curious if uh Aaron, your spells would also get stupid range channeling these stones. She said evocation. Evocation. So. Uh, I promise you I did not memorize any evocation spells. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh good Can't deal. I will heal that. And then who else? Uh, uh, Thron. He's hurt in rough, rough shape. I'm in bad, I'm Thron in bad was, shape. Thron was near death as well. I'm down 10, but I'm not like almost dead um, like him. All right. Womp womp. Almost a crit <laughs> failure. Can I treat myself or is that? You can. Okay. DC 15. Um, hey, there you go. So you, nice. you heal yourself of 2d8 uh, there, Cass. Um, where's my second roll? There we go. No, so you should be able to target yourself around and just hit their 10. Yeah, so all right. So, um, you guys head back to the uh, the following, um, and uh, the uh, where are we waiting for something there, Smith? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm trying to treat uh, Breck. I've had it three times now. Nothing's happening. Oh, okay. Well, you might you might have a. I was getting some pretty severe lag. Yeah, let me reload. Myself, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if you have ping, but um, but uh, going back to our party resources, um, you guys gain two units of food, bloop, bloop, and you gain one Hooray. unit of morale. Me likey. Not in bad shape. No, no, not at all. You guys have done actually surprisingly very well. And by your recollection, the Burning Legion might be just now making their way, um, you know, into into the open areas here. Um, And so uh, potentially, unless they are trying to make a northeasterly play and they might be sending raiders or smaller groups ahead of you to try to cut you off as you guys make your turn to the north. But... Um, as the group heads back to the uh, Broken Tusk camp, um, everyone is obviously uh, delighted with these rare treats and you know things like 
spices and you know all this you know crazy stuff from the south that you know it's quite frankly it's a it's a nice little treat um strange you know everyone's it's a real nice trees that won't get fireballed now right uh and then most <laughs> yes and everyone's also really excited that they didn't get half a mile away fireballed by uh <laughs> by an indiscriminate mage who didn't care if there were people caught in the aoes while she tried to take out some mammoths um but uh uh so the group returns. They're going to rest and recover for the rest of this day. And now the group, the broken tusks are going to, over the next day or so, slowly make their way through this hex, taking time to offer thanks and uh, uh, to their ancestors for sheltering them so far and to give them strength for the journeys to come. In addition, they're going to take some time to uh, gather some food, but the scouts are going to prepare to head to Red Cat Cave. Yeah, Smith. Were the little bruises magic missiles? Yes, yes. That the on the ma- on the dead mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They were magic missiles. Yes, very good. Getting oh, nice. hero, getting hero point. Nice, nice. Um, there you go. Okay, so we so are. We get, a, we get a full rest, right? Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah, uh, and I don't think it's necessary, but I heal anyone that needs it. Well, once you're back in, once you're back in the camp as well, Nocta is there and she is, uh, you know, the the trained, not magical. She's not not uh, not going to heal here anymore. Yeah. She's not, uh, she's not a magical healer, but she is a, um, you know, a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, a very skilled herbalist and natural medicine like, uh, like Kaz is, but she actually is good at it. (laughs) Sick guys. All my spell slots were restored last night. Oh, very nice. Congratulations, Breck. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yes. it's, It's very nice. Um, my cantrip spell slots they return oh you do have spell slots that's right i have a bard bard. remember it comes up so often all the time (laughs) well you don't have spell slots right you just have two cantrip slots correct yes Yes, okay right so um all right guidance and shield yes so we're gonna take a quick break uh just 15 minutes we'll be back Mm -hmm. at nine o'clock uh for about one more hour of play uh as the group uh probably uh begins to explore red cat cave we'll see what they do and where they want to go with but uh we'll be back in just a few short minutes so we'll see you in a couple. All right. Um, yeah, uh, well, you know, we're getting to that, that point of the night, people. Um, hey, <laughs> uh, so we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I just want to do some real quick uh, shout outs. We've had some uh, some some tipping and we've had some uh, activity uh, again. Big shout out to Rick Sherman, who led us off with a massive hundred dollar tip. He's been the hype boss. The entire session has been slowly getting worn down, though. GM Scott tip fifty dollars uh, to uh, to to finish this off. Thank you. The beast has been unleashed. Uh, we have a couple super chats from Scratch Paper Games uh, who wanted who said that he would have just attacked the posters and slept soundly. But to each their own. Well, they ended up doing and then he tipped ten dollars. Poachers got what they deserve. So it worked out. It worked out for the best scratch paper games. Then my players decided to troll the fuck out of me. And uh, uh, Kaz tipped me $50 and William Brandis tipped me $20. Um, 
which is remember I pay them to be here. So all they're doing is just giving me the money that I'm going to give them at a loss. <laughs> and, and you and YouTube takes a cut. That's all that happens, you know. Um, so it is by far the absolute dumbest thing that you could possibly do. And it's uh, literally burning money. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, we get burning money emoji. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> if you can light a twenty on fire, that's burning burning mammoth burning money. Um, so. Uh, Anthony was asking uh, what that emoji is. That's a Thrawn emoji. Not really great because it's hard to see what it is, but maybe we'll make one better. But it is a Thrawn emoji, by the way, available. <laughs> Anthony says they're just throwing money. Away. Yes, the burning monies. The burning mammoths is actually a mispronunciation of yeah. the ancient Kellid term. The ancient, uh, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> Oh. Steven, there's Steven with a 25 uh, big a dollar tip. Uh, thank you very is much that, for. Does that make him the hype boss? Uh, it might. Yes. Oh, oh, snap. Snap. oh nice. Steven. Oh, wow. Get, getting hype, buddy. Uh, thank you very much for that uh, awesome, awesome, awesome tip. Uh, you are now the hype boss. Uh, Welcome to the pressure cooker. Um, Lesson learned. If you're going to troll with a tip, use stream elements. That's <laughs> um, well played. Well played. Also, also $25 is a magical amount where you get the T-Rex instead of the mammoth. But uh, Ooh, there you go. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to build it up. We're trying to keep it fun, people. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, Bob. Sure, but Bob will never do that. That is that that is that is strictly a them thing. OK, that <laughs> I look at them in confusion. Yeah, Bob doesn't we, even Bob's like, be on you could have given me that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. If you want to waste money, just give it to me. Like, what yeah, the hell? I, I have no words. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> um, but uh, but thank you, Stephen. Uh, lesson learned indeed. Um, appreciate everybody. Uh, for 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 helping us out for donating uh we reached this awesome tip goal and we're looking forward to more for the future so uh we've got about an hour left and i want to take this quick moment to remind everybody that if you're enjoying this actual play uh and you enjoy uh you know this crazy group of guys and you want to be part of our community come on come ahead and join our patreon patreon.com slash night to last call um we obviously uh, play Pathfinder 2 here. We also play Pathfinder 2 on our server. Um, we have a massive Northern Reaches game. We have a bunch of community games. Maybe you don't like Pathfinder 2. Maybe you really like those. Maybe you're one of those 433 people who really like my Legend of the Five Rings stream. If you really like my Legend of the Five Rings stream, you should also join our Patreon because we have a massive section. Um, certainly Smith and I very passionate about um, other games. And so as much our our our, our Discord is really a meeting of the mind. It's a meeting of old meets new. I think Aaron and I would both describe our style as being very much inspired by the classics and the traditional games, but also, you know, in love with pretty much every new game that comes out and just uh, love the mechanics of role-playing games and seeing what people can do with this hobby of ours. So it's a really fun place. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. And starting this month, actually, this is the last week to get Battle Cry issue number one. Last month, we launched our first Knights of the Last Call Ezine, uh, Izana, as some people might call it. Um, and Zine. Uh, Zine. Uh, Zine. Um, but uh, uh, Battle Cry is our Ezine where we are going to take each month uh, some concepts uh, from role playing games and systems that we like and talk about them and kind of fifth edition slash Pathfinder twoify them because we understand that those are the the two big uh, uh, game systems that are out there. But 
you know, it really, it's a platform for us to be able to share our sort of uh, game design genius. Uh, and uh, our first article, our first uh, battle cry was written by Mr. Smith. He's hard at work on the second article that's going to be in this month's episode uh, issue. So if you join as a champion, that's a $10 a month level, you get locked in for that. And then, um, but once this week's over, issue one is going in the vault and it's going to be a while before you can get a hold of it. And then you're gonna have to pay extra money for it. So join as a champion this month, you're going to get it now and you're going to get issue two at the end of the month so you know really and great something else is going in the vault too i believe oh that's right we also have the dark of winter and there's a video on our channel about that check that out that is a what a 50 page uh 60 plus 60 plus page pdf which was a experimental homebrew heavily proceduralized sort of gloomhaven fourth edition bx Pathfinder 2 at all. indie newish game, uh, Pathfinder 2 game that we all played in. We we play tested it for the better part of about six to eight months. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, we had a great fun with it. We got to the 20th level. We beat the campaign. It was awesome. Um, it's kind of a, it's like a very new school, old school approach to Pathfinder 2 with a lot of variant house rules. Um, Aaron released that as well to our patrons, to our champion tier levels. That's going in the vault this week as well. So um, once those are in the vault, it's going to be a while before you're going to be able to get to them and you're going to have to, to pay some extra money. So, but yeah. if you're a champion, you get both of those. Yeah. Just being a champion. Yeah. Champion gets all of that and you get three characters in Northern reaches and you get all this other stuff. So, you know, look, obviously look, you know, it's great. If you enjoy the Patreon, I make a little bit extra money, but really it's more like if you're the type of person who would join our Patreon, I want you to join our Patreon because I want to chat with you and I want to hang out with you and I want to like talk games with you. So anyways, check it out. Um, and he's like, did they just say we won the game? You won RPG? Yes, Anthony. They won RPG. Yeah, Dark of Winter, you, you can could. you can yes. win and you can lose. You can, lose. Yeah. you can literally lose the campaign. So yeah. uh, That's all I cared about, Anthony, was to to win. <laughs> that's all Bob cared about. Yeah, uh, Anthony, I, I wrote this primarily for Bob, and yep. I made sure it had that's a true. win condition and a lose condition. So Bob actually won the game. Yep. Uh, Jorabyte says, uh, Jorabyte, uh, it was close. Jorabyte dropped the $5 super chat that I found you guys because I was looking for Pathfinder 2E actual play, wanted to switch from 5E and you guys delivered. Thank you. Well, I uh, hope you appreciate it. Obviously, you know, uh, this is a group of guys we've played together for a long time. Uh, you know, we play a little, uh, 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 kind of crazy sometimes, but you know, uh, it's a very uh, deep, crunchy mechanical game. And, um, you know, we, uh, certainly enjoy getting the opportunity to play this uh and we're really looking forward to playing other games as well so you may have come for pf2 uh jorabyte but you know be on the lookout for future games as well um we have a pathfinder 2 leshy special coming up next month right bob oh yeah i'm the gm is that officially scheduled yet it's not officially scheduled but it's coming up like like probably next month actually well just make sure Derek and i need time to to go to i need to get a costume bob (laughs) in case you don't forget vin tipped several hundred dollars to put me into a costume i have we get get together on friday to to play our hack 5e version and we'll get together and we'll pick a date and then we'll i'll get vin involved and we'll 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 run it i mean i have the adventure so we're good to go yeah exactly so uh we've got that special event going on and honestly that's also something that we really want to do more often of going forward is finding cool opportunities to do little one shots or two shots or three shots with all of you you know i understand that these long ap's can be difficult to uh, ingest and all that other stuff but sometimes it's fun to just have like a little quick uh mini campaign that we can um uh sort of get into have fun with it and then get out and switch to something different which is root 
eventually Bob told me at the start of this before we went live that his schedule's opening up. So Bob and I are hopefully going to get my schedule opening up. I was super busy. Bob and I are hopefully going to get into the studio, uh, do some more construction work, yep. uh, put some stuff together and we'll be able to go live there in person live. Sorry, Kaz, get, get wrecked. Um, hey, get wrecked. <laughs> That's fine. I got my troll on you for the day. Actually, so. to okay. be fair, I mean, Derek would probably pay for you to fly out every session. Yeah, why not? That's, that's a, a financial that, That's a horrible business decision. That is yeah. way up out there. Uh, hey, hey, guys, it's the monthly. Hey, guys, uh, it's the monthly Patreon uh, Q&A, where, of course, I also talk about the financial health of the channel. So this month we had a record income. We had 25 new patrons. Uh, guys, we're up almost to $3,000 a month. It's incredible. On the other hand, I spent $1,700 in flights. <laughs> Uh, it's only seven hundred game that flight. ten people watched. <laughs> it's only seven hundred dollars a flight normally, but I think I should fly business because it is for business. <laughs> <laughs> right, Kaz. Kaz, fly business. I'm just going to expense this. Wait a second. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work when you own the business. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, we're 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 playing, but uh, unfortunately, Pumpkin asked, "Did you guys oh. do any FBT in uh, the Dark of Winter?" No, not really. I would I say got a family. Even the FBT was mechanicized. Like Kaz was married, yeah. but that's an actual mechanic. Right. I will say this. The characters were more developed and had more nuance and growth than in most people's campaigns. And I, I'm including yeah. my own in that in that statement. Because um, characters became lords and, and joined guilds and like worked to gain advantage and favors and developed, had, had families. Bob had several affairs that- I became a dragon. <laughs> <You're dead. laughs> Bob had several sort affairs, of. almost got married, had to had to skirt out of it each time, obviously mm -hmm. making diplomacy checks to try to avoid getting married. No, it was intimidating checks. Oh, no, you made checks. intimidation <laughs> checks. You made intimidation Super checks. That's yeah. why it was so worse. <laughs> it was terrible. It was like my only good skill at the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob never. Oh. Bob, I would say don't ever change, but you never will. So it's good. Um, um Gabriel says I became a dragon. I'm almost sold. What's the system? Well, Gabriel, uh, this is the this is the Dark of Winter. This is um uh, one of the things that we did in Dark of Winter is be inspired by Blades in the Dark, which has this idea of long-term projects. It's part of downtime system in Blades in the Dark. Aaron took that, put it into Pathfinder 2, and let the players use their time between adventures to create essentially systems, ideas, and concepts. And by spending time, money, resources, you could essentially create or change into anything you wanted to in the game. In Bob's case, he wanted to become a dragon, so we created a system where he would invest time and money and effort and a series of clocks that Bob filled out. And eventually, uh, after a number of adventures and a lot of work and rituals and arcane uh, you know, shenanigans, Bob became a dragon. So there you go. I built refrigerated flying cars. You built refrigerated flying cars. This happened. Yeah, yeah this happened. Um, <laughs> nice. So. Uh, this was useful when you guys got into space. Which, <laughs> <laughs> we did. That, that is true. Uh, Tim, you missed the end of that campaign. You missed, yeah, I did. I you, did. You, 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 you missed space. A um, oh, couple of left turns there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> got a little, the block. Oh, yeah, it was sad when he died. He was like a really cool character. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. oh who, Velocipaster? Yeah. Velocipaster. Yeah. Well, he fell, didn't he? He fell into that like <laughs> lake, lake, no, yeah. it was lake of lava. Or it might lava. have it was actually, lava. Acid. Oh, was, I think it was lava. Was it it might, acid? No, it might have been really hot acid. Yeah, it was some kind of, <laughs> it was something, but it wasn't lava, but it was, he died. 
Um, the old hot ass. And and last ass. and lastly, before we get into this, um, uh, Stephen said, uh, I, uh, Stephen, making a realization that uh, any sensible person, uh, any of my friends have known for a very very long time. Uh, Stephen Palmer says, uh, I noticed a trend. You earn the most tips when people are trolling you. And uh, yep. yes, yes. Yep. Yep. My whole life, Stephen, my whole life, people love <laughs> to fucking tilt me. I don't know why it is. This is true. He, he's not right. When we played board games, there was a significant period of time where people would play to make sure Derek didn't win. Right. That was the, to win themselves. Right. Correct. Uh, right. Correct. We would just sit down and be like, that, yeah, no I'd be cap. like, I'd be like, why are, I'd be like, why are you making that move? That movie is so horrible for you. They're like, yeah, but it, it's, it's really bad for you. And I go, right. you'll never win. And they'll go, yeah, but then you won't either. I'm like, well, why would you do that? And they're like, this is a direct quote. They're like, the because yes. you, because you just get so upset. That is a, it's like data when he was, when he's fighting that, uh, the one tactics guy. Oh, the Zach Norian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone knows this. Yeah. Yeah. He gets frustrated. He's like, ah, yeah, that, that, that's me. Listen, listen, when we were children, this man made uh, this man uh, made me cry and, and run, away, run away. I, I used to go. I used to like slink down under my table and just be like, wave a white flag and be like, I give up. You guys yep. take whatever you want. Listen, you don't now, to be fair. When I broke him down into tears, I would sit with him. <laughs> I didn't just leave him there. Right. That would be cool because I love the guy. Listen. But I also have trolled him since we were like it, eleven years old. It's a long, it's a long way to the top. Okay, you, if those of you, those of you in the Discord, you know Smith. Imagine that's, imagine that's your best friend for twenty, for twenty, for twenty five plus years. Eric's clearly paying off some karma from a past life here. So that's right. he was. Aaron was my sugar daddy in college, so it worked out. Um, checks out <laughs> it, 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 just, it totally checks Mine out too, and I didn't even go to college. <laughs> um all right so uh getting back by the way remember at the end of the session probably about with five or ten minutes to go i'm gonna put a poll up for mvp and remember uh whoever gets voted mvp by you the audience um gets a bonus hero point at the start of next session so they'll get to start with two hero Do points we even need a vote clearly it's the unconscious cleric i mean come on <laughs> joran joran it's gotta um, be the hatchet again <laughs> listen don't bias the audience give them their chance to do whatever it is that they want to do they'll they'll That's reward right. who they want to reward um all right so you all uh, return to the Broken Tusk encampment, and obviously people are really happy. They're excited. Morale is up. It's 15 out of 20. Food is up. It's 7 out of 16, and it didn't go down today because the, the people were able to um, uh, forage. forage. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody is pretty nervous about the burning mammoths but at the same time there's a sense a palpable sense of relief the burning mammoths lights haven't been seen now for several days um after you left the eaves of the forest and uh, now here in this sheltered place people feel a sense of calm because you know this is a sacred and holy place to them there's even a feeling of like oh we made it to the tusk mountains like we'll be okay Done. um but obviously you all know that the burning mammoths uh are, are probably not so easily deterred but uh, let me switch over here to uh, the map. Uh, you all know that uh, ahead. Uh, now, if the following was going this way, it would be uh, at least a two day journey. But because you guys can move quickly overland without the following, while the following will stay here for a day and then begin to make their way north, 
you all are going to take the quick journey to Red Cat Cave to investigate so, uh, what happened there and see if there's any clues that might help you find and locate the primordial flame. Remember, it's not there. You know that, uh, but it's literally the last place it was located, um, including the need some clues. Yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. Can they hunt while they're stationary? Um, while they're stationary? Yes. Okay. So this won't be completely worthless. Yeah. So today, right, if yeah, they, they will stay in this hex today and they will forage slash hunt. Excellent. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, and safe. and I will move I will move the hidden burning mammoth as well. So oh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But don't worry, you guys did a good job of of of, of getting yourself some time. So all right. So you all make your way uh, east then to Red Cat Cave. Now, this may not be a place that you went to. Again, maybe as children. Again, this place has been known to be haunted and cursed for almost 100 years. And although it used to be part of, you know, a long time ago, right? We are in the Sion, right? The aftertime, the sad times. But in the Ethgear, the time before the breaking of the burning mammoths, when the broken tusks were won, uh, this Red Cat Cave was an important part of this sort of annual pilgrimage. Uh, and, and so this is a big part of your cultural identity, but um, it has been not attended to in, in almost an entire generation or two because the, of the sadness that permeates the place because the great beast, the the great spirit of nature, Syarstic, which guarded the primordial flame and was present there, was trusted to guard the flame, was slain when they took and became a spirit of rage and pain um, and loss and regret. And so uh, maybe some of you as children took a dare to even go close enough to see the Red Cat Cave, but you certainly never went into it. So that makes any sense like old man winter's house kind of deal yes it's oh, lads be careful these old dungeons often have dragons in them <laughs> just kidding they got rid of them a long time ago. <laughs> yeah what are you what are you talking about old man there's a path right there i found it okay <laughs> it's right next to the barista <laughs> all i have to do is find the path and that's it there's no dragons or dungeons you just find the path uh anyways um Okay. All this talk of dungeons and dragons. Um, Cats and caves. Um, Cats and caves. That's kind of that's actually pretty good. We're going like the cat cave. Come on, that's pretty good. All right, that's pretty. I will give you. Get a hero point. It's the end of the session. It doesn't oh, matter. Anyways, so many hero points. Checks out. I got three uh, hero points. I'm not going to spend. Um, all right, so. Um, you make your way east out of the grandparents and uh, up towards uh, the kind of rockier area. The ranger immediately becomes more useful. It's it's great. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, this is your session, Bob. I know, I know uh, my way. <laughs> you make your way east, and because you do have mountain lore, Bob, you know that Red Cat Cave is a natural cavern within a hill of rich red iron limestone, kind of like the Bloodlands. Um, but uh, Kellids, since the beginning of time, have visited this cavern. And, and, and again, this used to be an important holy place, um, you know, widening the chambers in some cases, putting the, you know, time and effort into sort of making this a almost a temple of sorts. Um, and as you get closer uh, to it, eventually uh, you see on the side of the uh, rich iron red or rich rich red colored hillside the opening to a large cave 
which uh, has two up thrusts of rock on either side of it, which frame a narrow cave opening with a sort of protruding ledge that falls down. So the two tusks shooting up remind very much of the great saber-toothed beasts that prowl the realm of the Mammoth Lords. So there's like these two spired pinnacles of rock on the left and right side of this gaping opening. And Mm -hmm. even above it, it, there's sort of a indication of like a snout. It's pretty rough, but that is obviously where the great stone cat uh, earned the name the Red Cat Cave. And so lingering above is this uh, massive entrance. And let me uh, switch this over here. All right. Uh, you I'm do, blind. You do not own any tokens on this case. Uh, yep. Whenever you don't have tokens, uh, you don't get. Um, oh, we don't get. A, there's no picture of the front of the Red Cat Cave. You know what? No, they didn't give us one. Oh, it seems kind of oh. lame. <laughs> All right. Ah. Oh. There we go. Oh. All right. Zoom it on in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So before you, you can see the massive. Uh, two pinnacles of rock, the spires, which kind of streak, okay. yeah, streak yeah. upward. And then there's like a, a an area where there, you're still kind of outside, but there's a big ledge overhanging it. So the ground beneath the rocky overhang is sheltered and dry. And there is a narrow cave opening puncturing the overhangs wall in the rear of this sort of area. So think of this as like the front porch of the cave, right? Um just outside of which is an old, old, old stone fire ring. On the stony walls, besides the fire ring, you see the faded outlines of ancient Kelid cave drawings etched millennia ago, hundreds of years ago by your ancestors. There is one near the, the stone fire of, an, of a painted of a saber-toothed tiger looking extremely uh, uh, vicious and ferocious. Well, lads, let's go pay our respects. Indeed. This is going to be a sacred spot for us, right? So. All right. Move over to the uh, stone circle. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, over here. Yeah, you guys guys go ahead and move your uh, tokens to where you're moving in. Yeah. Um, So as you guys move in. Is uh, Is it this big or is it? like campfire size uh it's campfire size i just okay. uh, normally this would be half as big so I, right i know that's so i never know like right how big something's supposed to be right exactly um but as you move in uh joran uh you who apparently are a better tracker than the ranger uh you do spy a series of large web toed tracks moving into and out of the cave web toed cave uh, web yeah. toad tracks web toad cave i know what yes. those are but i don't remember because i've been drinking heavily tonight that's true <laughs> um gotta stay in character yeah <laughs> however rpg yeah. <laughs> i got it i got it you can't hear it but they can okay um as you make your way across towards the fire ring, you start to 
uh, probably Joran actually feels it first and he thinks it's just because he's drunk, but he, he starts to see one of the cave paintings seems to move and ripple across the surface as if it, the cave drawing itself was still two dimensional, but suddenly kind of like, fl- like almost like a piece of cloth flippering or rippling across the surface of the stone that it is daubed and etched upon. But you feel a terrible anger and rage, a malevolence that suddenly swells up. And as you approach uh, within um, uh, close to the, the, the fire ring and to the cave wall, a um, suddenly a, oh. there we go. Suddenly uh, the cave uh painting itself seems to roar to life and leaps off of the wall, still two-dimensional, um, clawing out and and uh, uh, leaping into and amongst you. Um, so. Uh, I think I remember this thing from your all spells ranked. <laughs> sister's uh, teeth, what is this? Uh, let me see here. Do we have, uh, I don't know if it has this information. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Here we go. Um, all right, Aaron, uh, as you approach, uh, as a reaction, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the haunt deals 22 slashing damage to you. Wait, just straight up? No attack? Make make a DC 18 basic will save. Oh, man, I was about to say. (laughs) Pies are playing for keeps. (laughs) I know, I was like, you just take damage. Got tired of my shit. Rock small, you die. So, Aaron, you take half damage, um, and because you pass the save, you're not frightened at all. Um, Mm -hmm. So, as the haunt sort of emerges, filled with rage, and again, it's like a spectral tiger, but it's like literally two dimensional. It's literally sort of like an animated, uh, ghostly drawing or cave painting. Um, So, I am gonna give everybody initiative. Okay. And uh, roll then, perception, I guess. I accept your initiative. Uh, you could roll perception, but you could also roll. I would allow religion or nature as well. Um, and I will roll for the pouncing, pouncing tiger haunt, which got an 18. Pouncing, all right. Thrawn got a 13 pounds, pouncing, <laughs> pouncing is not quick to react to combat. <laughs> I'm we're, everyone's freaking scared. All right. Like the wall just attacked us. That's right. Um, All right. Theron, I think you can click your perception check on your roll to make it an initiative. There's a button usually, I think, to make it an initiative. Well, if you look at the encounter tracker, you could just hit the button right there if you're using perception. Oh, my fault. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't actually get a uh, initiative check from Thrawn. I, I always pop out the encounter tracker just because then you can pop it out and look at the dials. Yep. Ah, there he is. There I he have is. fixed my issue. All right. Um, so yeah, the 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 oh, okay. cave haunting kind of leaps forward, uh, slashes into Joran, and then leaps forward and and uh, and and leaps towards another person. It's going to leap towards Droga. Ah, Droga. You take nineteen slashing damage. Make a DC eighteen basic will save. As the uh, spectral haunts continues to talk. Droga, you take the full 19 points of damage Oof. and you are frightened one. I'm going to hero point that. And fleeing. No, we're going to hero point that. All right. All right. So, oh, well, that's so a two. That's a 20 there. So that's a 12, 12 which is a 17. 17. You still fail by one. So you still take the full damage and you are frightened one fleeing. Rough. 
Okie dokie. Hey, dog. This tiger is scary AF, man. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Thrawn. Oh, why isn't he? Sorry, I didn't mean to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I see Droga running away and the wall just attacked us. And there's this overwhelming sense of rage that comes out. And I will step forward here. All right. And uh, take a swing with my ape fist at the tiger tiger haunt. <laughs> okay. Ape on tiger violence. <laughs> I know, right? All right. Ape strong. Ape strong. All right, uh, so Thrawn. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Why can't I target it? That's weird. Uh, I think I think the Foundry server, the Forge server, is uh, pretty lagged out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I had a bunch of stuff sc- scroll past me real quick and all this other stuff. Um, right. And I currently cannot actually access any of the, uh, of the character sheets. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> How's that FBT? How's that FBT? Ah, that's the thing. Ah, I am a ghost. Thrawn, <laughs> tell me about your feelings. <laughs> Thrawn, any interesting background that you wish to tell me about? Um, I mean, saber tooth man this is like right the antithetical how did i miss that opportunity it leaps off of the wall and it goes saber tooth tiger uh (laughs) oh my gosh morphin time it's morphin time it's (laughs) it's thron get your tyrannosaurus (laughs) Uh, yeah i i i don't know what happened to i refresh and i I mine's all good now you're all good okay yeah i see his attack roll as a 21 Ditto. I also am effective. All right. I will try to reload. So effective. All right. Hey, you know what? I think we're back. Okay. Hooray. All right. All right cool. All right. Sorry. All right. So, ah. uh, so Thron, you uh, attack the you attack the you attack the, the spectral painting. You got a twenty one, which is a hit. It's AC right. is eighteen. However, uh, it has hardness eight. So, whoa. Well, the only one. I guess it is a stone wall painting. So I deal no damage. (laughs) No damage. That's that's never happened to Thrawn before. (laughs) I don't. You sure you don't feel any rage building? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't do his damage. Yeah, I just hit a wall, and I'm like, "Listen, I'm willing to play this game." Kaz, you want to take you want to take one of those points of rage to re-roll your damage? Yes. All right. <laughs> this is going to be so easy. <laughs> For any Warhammer 40k fans out there, world eaters would definitely be where I land. So a hatchet, uh, a Yeti, and an alcoholic walk into a bar. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> All right. I, do I just reroll the damage? Sorry. Do I yeah. just reroll the damage? Yep. All right, Cass, you did one All point right. of damage. I did. Damn. <laughs> That was worth it. That was the worth it. Rage uh, all right. It takes uh. one point of damage. All right, Thrawn, any other actions? I that was a rage move and attacks. So Got that it. Is my turn. Breck. What unholy hell is this? I'm gonna uh, walk uh can I get around it so I can flank? Uh, I think I can. Yeah. What is it? It's a space. Yeah, there we go. I move like that. Yep. And then we are going to double slice. Yes. All right. So the Breck moves quickly to surround the spectral cave painting. 
so uh, which is a haunt see if we can get the bone battle axe to find more purchase than the ape fists got it all right well that's a hit all right and then the bone hatchet is also coming in from the double slice yep great don't worry about it targeted but it, it's because it's, it's not a creature it's a thing so like for example that would be a crit but oh, because ah. it is a haunt it is immune to critical hit so oh, um, gotcha it's also Go hatchet though all right Always so the hatchet. the hatchet would have crit wait no something strange happens tim the hatchet does crits okay um so it takes it. it takes two points of damage from the uh from the bone battle axe but then as the bone hatchet hits, it seems to flare with a strange spectral light. And even wow. though it does take off eight points of damage, uh, so it only takes six. Nonetheless, the, bo- the, the bone hatchet seems to have a life unto itself, a spectral and spiritual energy that cannot possibly be uh, uh, explained by any sort of natural means. Um, uh-huh. All right, Joran, <laughs> it is your turn. Right, so Joran can't help himself. This creature's attacking. He tries to move. Can he like line it up so that he can't see it because it's two dimensional? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> All right, he then uh, steps over to the, the wall and yep. looks at the the drawing of the cat. Yep, on the wall. Yep, placing uh, his hand upon the drawing of the wall, he begins to intone a ritual of peace from Sister Cinder. Nice. Great. Uh, That that seems to be a little more effective. Sister Cinder, (laughs) uh, reduce the DC. Go ahead and make it Smith. DC 16, religion check. All right. Nine. We're going to spend one of my 30 hero points. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a good time. Seems like a good time. (laughs) Wait, wait. You actually succeed (laughs) because a nat one is an 11, an 11. Yes. and you and you add five which is a 16. <laughs> you drunkenly swear out the right blessing. <laughs> hey, 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 come on, man. I'm Catholic. <laughs> no, we do is drink wine. Um, okay. Um, while the fighters and the barbarian beat it to death, a single religion check is enough to quell the spirit. Yeah. And yeah. while you... Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Aaron, you notice, the Joran notices that you you calm the spirit down. You do not eradicate it. And like on a haunt, um, while the spectral energy rate once again resettles onto the surface, that rage, that fountain of hate that seems to be pouring from deep within this cave, and you could sense it more than anyone else here. You know that the tormented spirit of the guardian that once yep. dwelled here is infusing these cave paintings throughout this dungeon with this form of unnatural spiritual energy. Um, and so we'll stay let, away from the walls. Well, well, well number one, <laughs> we, being get, a, we get guilty rage in the inside. Normal one being a haunt. These will return after yeah. a period of time. Number two, he's, he knows you all know from, you know, your ancestors and from your language that, that this, cave has been a, a stopover plate a pilgrimage spot to actually give thanks to these powerful spirits of nature's and so this whole cave is is covered in these wall paintings and these um 
sort of uh, shamanistic ritualistic markings. And if this spiritual energy, this is now tainted with hate and anger, it is likely that there will be more of these haunts. Well, shoot, that <gasps> thing did some work on me, guys. Well, it's the number one rule of Pathfinder too. If you want to deal damage to a party, you got to use hazards. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. uh, I mean, uh, combat is just not the way to do it, right? It's either got Wham. PL plus four monster or party level zero hazard it's, they're like this <laughs> is this a, is this a, a weekend hazard it does more damage than a, than a severe fight like well yeah because everybody in pathfinder like 2 is like i like 10 xp right and right right and they're worth they're worth close to next to nothing um so as joran intones several prayers to sister cinder the sort of patron deity of these kellid people the spirit settles into the stonework and becomes quescent once again. But that rage and that anger still bubbles overhead. And as you all sort of stand here on the precipice of this ancient place, uh, a place from your legends, um, a place from your myths uh, that you've heard about for so many years, for those of you who grew up in this tribe, I mean, this is like the both like uh, one of the most hollowed spots for your people, but also one of the greatest uh, kind of, you know, basically kind of like haunted scary places, right? But now too, with the burden of knowledge that this is also in a sense, the sh source of your following's greatest shame and failure, uh, because this yeah. is where they took the primordial flame and then it was defeated. It was killed by, yeah. uh, by someone or something. Um, but within you hope lies answers, but you also know that you'll have to be on your best guard because should you require more time to go through this cave, you'll either have to give up on the hope of fulfilling grandfather Iowa's request. But each day that you might have to rest to recover is another day that the burning mammoth grows closer to the broken tusks. So that the edge here before they go into the cave proper uh, and into the actual red cat cave is where we are going to end tonight's session. So uh, that uh, 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 is a kind of a, uh, a cool moment as we reach kind of the first dungeon uh, of this adventure, which is kind of cool. As we transition, a, bit of a cave hanger. Oh, <laughs> Tim, gain, Tim gain a hero point. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, goes up and then it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I I'm gonna put a poll in the chat for MVP of the session. This and right here. This was the real MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Did you drink a whole fifth of tequila? <laughs> no, no, I still got a little bit left. That's it's like a mixed version though. So uh, it's not mixed, as bad. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it's not, okay. It's like, right. it's like a mixed drink. Um, and, uh, I don't know who the DM is, but they also super chatted us. Yeah. Hey, so historically have very little liquor in them, I guess. I don't know. Like, what? Um, I don't know. It's just it's not straight tequila. Like I'm saying tequila. it's not like he's literally just drinking <laughs> yeah. a bottle. Yeah, it's well, a mixture. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I drank this bottle. No, 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 but it's not like just straight Patron. It's not straight <laughs> just tequila. Yeah. Uh, recommended that. I was going to kind of <laughs> ease my way back into Quest for the Frozen like, Flame. Just go, go straight tequila. Um, can I not dismiss this poll anymore? Oh. You can, in the top three, there's a three button. So let us it. know who your favorite, uh, let us know who your favorite MVP is. And um, while I got to give some credit and uh, props to uh, uh, to uh, some of our big tippers from the beginning, Rick and, and GM Scott, who came in and, and hype bossed us up early. Thank you, gentlemen. Currently, our current hype boss is none other than... Uh, 
than Stephen Palmer himself. And I don't know if he's still in the chat, but Stephen Palmer, if you're in the chat as the hype boss at the end of the session, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us in the chat who you want to gain, uh, give a hero point to uh, your hype boss discretion. So go ahead and, and give it out to whoever you want. Uh, Tim, your hero points are nice now, but how about that experience points? Huh? Uh, oh. There's experience points out there. Uh, wait, are you suggesting that? Steven should give you bonus experience points. No, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. Sounds good. Uh, yes, you do get experience points. You want to see some real competition? Bonus experience points instead of hero points. That's right. Who can be uh, the highest level PC in the park? Yeah, Eric be like, by the grace of my deity, I will destroy you. Hey. Joran grew. Joran growls deep. Within Cinder two burns the money. <laughs> Uh, everybody starts getting real. Everybody gets yeah, Shakespearean. Everybody gets real Shakespearean here. Um, we expense theater classes. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, I love it. We're spending more money. Uh, all right. So you guys uh, defeated the uh, Prendergast mm -hmm. and the Haunt. Two hundred and twenty XP. All right, eight thirty. 30. Yes, indeed he do. All right. Uh, Stephen Palmer is still here. Great, Stephen. He says, bonus hero hey. points. Hmm. Droga will need it if his bad luck ever returns. Give it to Bob. <laughs> and Bob, hey. with uh, 12 votes, we still have a few minutes to go. Bob is currently leading the poll. Oh. For MVP, nice. I mean, with double bow crit on the double mage first yeah. round after she fireballs slash drops your cleric in the first round to follow it up with a double bow strike for 30 damage on a 45 hit point mage. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. Um, I, I was going to say for the sure. mountain lore. The mountain uh, lore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did crit on that check too. Um, this has did. been my best rolling session by far. Oh yeah, you've rolled abysmally horrible. Far. So yeah, this exactly. has been an average rolling session for me. So. <laughs> Lots of threes and fours. Lots of threes normal. and fours. Normal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty normal. Um, Can't play the game till I stock up on hero points. Right. That's that's. Listen, people, you got we got to come up with a system. You guys got to be able to funnel hero points to Smith. That way, Joran can actually Joran can actually make average checks because he's like, cool. After I roll a fail, I'll roll the hero. I'll roll a hero point, and with the two that I roll again that's like rolling a 12 which is i mean real talk when we first played pf2 no one in the group including derek thought fires were broken because i was playing the fighter <laughs> so i never crit and i would hit about 50 percent of the time which derek was like yeah that seems balanced right i was like oh yeah he's got there's nothing special about these but yes you did play a fighter you're a dwarf fighter so um in the first thing um uh, I agree with Jim Scott. That's why Bob crit because he had so many. He, the whole time he was just ready to aim to kill that <laughs> wizard. The whole time because Bob got oh, up there and he was no, like, I, I technically I missed that first shot. And he's like, I, sh I shoot her. He's like, I that's shoot true. Her. I missed, oh, the, I missed oh, the initiative <laughs> shot. <laughs> that that's like where he. That's like where someone like does something and misses, and then you're really embarrassed. You just fire two shots off real quick, and you're like, Yeah, I was all, I was <laughs> a distraction. They were distracted. So. All right. Well, with uh, fifty percent votes, Bob, you win. Uh, you win the MVP of the well session. Well done, Bob. Well done, Bob. So <laughs> well, well done, with Bob. Extra hero points. Well next deserved. Session? Yeah, you'll start off with three hero points next oh, session. Oh, I might be That's doing very work. nice. Yeah. So, Bob, gonna have to carry hard, carry the party. But remember, people, if someone has, you know, if someone gets a lot of hero points from last time, that 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 could spiral out of control because now you're gonna be more effective because you're gonna have more hero points. But um, That's right. 
that was uh we will we shall see it's a life spiral yeah it's a life yay. spiral yay uh all i have to say is that it's a good thing that smith was here to recognize that this was one a haunt and two uh <laughs> the religion checked to deal with it uh um, oh, don't get me wrong i, was gonna, I knew it was a haunt i, I yeah. do like I when derek was like know that. so you hit the haunt ineffectively because it's a haunt and then yeah. everybody and then everybody's like can i flank it <laughs> i'm like we played abomination vaults we know what haunts are uh, i'd punch it harder yeah. again i Wait, know Derek, what can i spend my permanent raise points to do an extra point of damage one <laughs> yeah, one yeah that kaz you got to be careful with that you're going to get into trouble real quick and that by the way i will always <laughs> offer you the most insane things like like you'll you'll like you'll you'll miss an herbalism check to find a nice bouquet of flowers and i'll be like kaz for a rage point you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> and that's, see, this is how this is this is how Derek's gonna get back at me because he knows inherently i cannot stop myself right no one can kaz. So. no no one no, kaz no one can no, we can't. Um, but uh, I would have spent an extra rage point every turn if I had your yeah, ability right. right now. So I don't. Right. You know, well done. That's true. <laughs> well, in our Friday game, Bob came back with like some amount of money, and Derek's like, oh, "I'm merchant affairs." He says, "If you give me all your money," Bob's like, "Yeah, I do it. I do it." And Derek, I didn't tell you what you're getting yet. This this happened two, Actu- weeks, two two weeks ago on Friday or two Fridays ago. This is actually true. They came back from their first. <laughs> this is our Friday D and D game. Bob came back with uh, uh they came back from their first foray into the case of chaos. They had a nice chunk of change. And I said, and I told Bob, I go, Bob, an elven merchant appears next to you and says, oh, you've done very well for yourself. Rumor has spread that your, you know, pouches are laden with gold. I might have something. Bob's like, I buy it. I didn't even tell him. I did not I tell think, him. I think you told me the name and I was like, yeah. And you're like, it's, it's, I think we had 1500 gold. You're like, it's 1400 gold. And I'm like, sold. And you're like, you don't even know what it does. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I probably should figure that out. <laughs> it's too late. I should have gone full old school on his ass and be like, Bob, you have a, there's a 35% chance. It's just made a pewter. It's just oh, that 25% chance. It's cursed. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, thank you everybody for uh, uh, hanging out with us tonight. Remember if you are a champion, or a hero, and you're hanging out with us here, we're going to keep this Zoom call live, um, and then we're going to send you the link so you can hop on and bullshit with us and, you know, ask questions or whatever. We can go 5, 10 minutes. We can go 30 minutes. You know, it all depends on what's going on. So um, if you want to hop on with us real quick and just uh, shoot the shit, um, uh, crack a beer of your own, uh, you know, go ahead and do that. Um, But for the rest of you, uh, we will see you in two weeks on the 27th, by which time Derek will then be 40 years old because my birthday Ooh. is the 24th. Um, and hey. I, it's my 40th birthday. I wish him happy birthday. He's very sad about that. Oh, very sad. Um, that was very sad when I turned 30. Somehow it's worse when I'm turning 40. Um, but hey, uh, on the plus side, maybe people show up for your birthday this time. No, there, <laughs> there, there will be no birthday. No, Tim, Tim. Okay. Story time. Um, <laughs> real quick. Uh, Jim Scott's got a bail. T- take care Jim Scott. Thank you for the tip. Yeah, Jim Scott, real quick. Jim Scott. Penning up to my 30th birthday, I was very, very sad about it. And my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, you know, you should you know, I should have a party. And I was like, no, I don't want to have a party. So then she starts throwing me a surprise party without my knowledge. And all of my real friends are like, I don't think you should do this. This is a horrible idea. He said he doesn't <laughs> want to have a party. And she's like, you don't know him. I know him. He wants to have a su- surprise party. And I was like, uh, and I didn't know any of this. Okay. Well, then all of my friends being the real OGs that they are basically tell her I can't make it. <laughs> Um, but not because they were actually being my friends because I just couldn't make it. Um, and so I didn't, 
So I didn't know any, So I didn't know anything about all this. And then she got really angry and ended up being mad at my friends for many, many years for this to have to come for this, especially when my one friends. So cut to uh, like a, it's like a couple of weeks later and I'm just feeling like, you know what? It's it's not a big deal. I'm 30 birthday. I should just I should just have a birthday with some of my closest friends. I should just have a party and uh, I'll send out some invites to just a couple of close personal friends and, you know, we'll do this. Um, and so I send out a couple of invites and uh, everybody starts turning me down. I thought it was really strange. And then my friend Larry goes, uh, turns me down. I said, dude, I can't believe you're, you're not going to come. He's like, he's like, dude, I, I could come to the first thing, but I, he's like, I could have come to the first thing, but I can't come to the second thing. And I go, what first thing? He goes, ah, that, 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 that party that Michelle was planning for you or whatever. And I go, what party? And then because he's very bad at keeping secrets and stuff, he basically tells me that they were planning this surprise party for me. And I go, Oh, Okay. So then I'm like, okay, so there's a surprise party. So I'm like, okay, let me invite everybody. And then everybody says that they can make it. And then the day of my birthday comes and everybody starts canceling. And I go, oh, I see what they're doing. They're all going to cancel except for like one person. And I'm going to show up and they're all going to be there because this is the surprise. Surprise. So, ah, surprise, you got me. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Oh, George, who never cancels on anything. Our buddy George, he goes, uh, yeah, hey, I can't. Uh, I'm stuck in traffic. Can't make it. Like, what kind of an excuse is that? I'm like, guys, you're you're not even trying. So I so I roll into the restaurant on my 30th birthday, feeling really depressed, but prepared to get expired. <laughs> traffic was bad. What do you want from me? And, and I, <laughs> to this day, decision. And and I go, I go. Um, I come in, I go to, I'm looking around in the like looking for like a big, huge group of people so that, you know, and I go to the hostess and I say, hi. And she's like, hi, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Uh, Derek. And she goes, oh, your party's already arrived. And I said, you know, you know that. And I turned the corner <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's two people. It's just two people. Everybody else legitimately canceled. It was just, <laughs> it was just me, I think. And, and Matt Holloway. And I, I and, and I think Steve Roll. I think that's all the only people who made it to my 30th birthday. Literally everybody else canceled. Um, and, and, and I got double denied. Because, double canceled. Yeah, double canceled. I got double canceled. Um, and I was like, oh, that's great. And then like two days later, I had to have massive shoulder surgery. Oh, jeez. Um, so, <laughs> it was starting the 30s off strong, okay? Yeah. And we're ending them stronger, people. Thank you so much for everybody for, right. for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, thank you for everybody who donated. Thank you for just showing up and hanging out with us and playing uh, Pathfinder 2 with us. We really appreciate, love having you all here. Um, it's a great privilege and honor to get to to play with these uh, incredible players. Um, and then Bob. And... Uh, <laughs> Hey, I would have made it to your party. I didn't know you then. <laughs> I actually have no memory of any of this. So. I assume the invites were sent out on Facebook. I, yeah. I care so little about you. I don't even know what you're talking about. Good night, Scott. Um, so we are going to wrap it up. Uh, we will see you all in two weeks. Or if you're a champion, we will see you in a few minutes. And uh, I recommend checking us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Night's Last Call. Link in the doobly-doo below. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, the whole nine yards. Let us know what you think about this. What are some other games that you would like to see the Knights tackle? You know, we've been talking about Root. What are some of your other favorites that you'd like to see us play? Um, but Dark uh, Adventures. Star Trek Adventures. Bias. Um, all right, everybody. We will see you to catch you next time here on Nice the Last Call. We'll be live Thursday back to with our normal GM system QA madness. But this will be back in two weeks on the 27th. We will all see All items it. reviewed.
All, I, all, I, oh my god, all, all alchemical items reviewed. No, I'm just not. <laughs> all consumables reviewed. You know, scroll level one's pretty good, but scroll level two is really good. Um, we'll see you next time, uh, Knights of Last Call. Peace, everybody. Thank you.